This is Kyle Juszczyk, and you're listening to Nothing But Niners. This is Charles Haley. You're listening to Nothing But Niners. So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field, and Garrison Hurst takes advantage of it. He takes the handoff, sweeps to his right, gets to the 20. He's on the 30. Needs a cut in. He comes back up the right sideline. Breaks the third tackle. Comes down to the 30. He's out of the 20. He's out of the 10. He's out of the 5. He's out of the left zone. Nothing But Niners Crew is back, and we're here to bring you guys a nice, relaxed, chill show. I don't think there's going to be much yelling on this show today. I don't think there's going to be much cur- – well, I can't promise there ain't going to be no cussing. But maybe maybe, maybe later on we might get some emotion and stuff like that going. But, guys, we are here to uh, just talk. We're going to talk about the 49ers. The, ne- the name of this episode is The Reset We Need because the fan base has been up in arms. Um, there's there's a lot, of, a lot of emotions going around the fan base right now. Um, people want people fired, people want to see more people, less of people, and everything in between. So, we're just going to talk about all of that. I'm your guy, 49ers Mike underscore NFL. To my right is my guy, Wayne Breezy, and below both of us is our guy, Nick. He is 49er Faithful 365. Fellas, how are y'all doing? Good, man. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get over this little uh sore throat or whatnot, but uh, just trying to keep the, the faithful entertained. Are you not entertained? That's as loud as I can get tonight, though. There you go. You know, what about you, Nick? How about you, bro? Chilling, bro. It's Tuesday. Long weeks. But uh, at work right now, chilling and ready to talk some Niners. <laughs> Our girl Peachy is still fired up. Somebody take that bottle of crown from her because she going to hurt somebody. We cannot let this continue, Peachy. You got to You got to you got to stop it, okay? Now, here's – oh, wait. I can't just jump into the to the stuff. Let me let me go through these. Uh, we got a contribution already. Let me let me go through the formalities uh, before we get to the contributions, um, and then we'll break all that stuff down. Uh, guys, this, layover for that shit, so we got to stop saying it and just be up there. If this is your first time tuning in, 
uh, to the YouTube show. We want to thank you guys. Please do us a favor, hit that like and subscribe button. Also, turn on your notifications so you know exactly when we're going live. It, uh, it is uh, very important to turn on those notifications because we bring you guys impromptu videos. We have some social media platforms, and those are Twitter and Snapchat. Those handles are nothing but nine ers that's the number nine nothing but the number nine ers we have facebook instagram as well as twitch and that is nothing but niners that is spelled all the way out we even received the an email from our buddy over over this overseas uh nb9 ers and nothing but niners.com questions comments concerns just some feedback on the shows please send it on over there nothing but niners uh nb9 ers at nothing but niners.com all right now we had a contribution here let me let me grab that thing again Nick Donald, first contribution of the night. He says, what if Jed keeps Jimmy one more year and just makes him stay here through his whole contract, like he said, after drafting Trey? All right, fellas, what do y'all think? Hey, I mean, look, we're going to get down with the get down. Let's get right to it. They don't need to beat around the bush, tap dance, and none of that stuff. We here. I got my good scotch here, so I'm in a good mood. Y'all not going to ruin this one for me. I'm going to be relaxing. Yeah, he's gonna fall asleep. Um <laughs> I don't remember Jed saying that he was gonna stay here, pay him through his whole contract. I remember mm-hmm. them saying they were gonna pay him this year. No, Jed, but, uh as soon as they drafted him, uh Jed's comment was that uh they talked to me about it and we are prepared to pay Jimmy for the entire length of his contract if that's what's needed. Oh, uh, well, either way, I don't think that's gonna happen, but um, if that were the case, then definitely need to look in the mirror at some things. Easy. It's a possibility, man. Anything can happen with this 49ers regime organization. And so Jimmy's under contract for two years. Uh, they can let him go and and hopefully recoup that one year with that 20-something million uh, from him, but that I feel like that's more likely to happen, being that we don't we no longer have any first round draft picks, and we're gonna have to hit free agency hard uh, next season. And so he has that expendable, we can walk away type contract. So I, I don't think it's gonna happen. But Nick, there is a possibility, Mister Donald. So hey, I don't know if Jed York has much say what goes on with with the with the with the players that are on this team. But if Jed York likes Jimmy Garoppolo, then this can be a reason why we got some stuff going on and and Santa Clara, a.k.a. San Francisco, a.k.a. the Golden Gate State, a.k.a. No, I'm just playing. But you get what I'm saying. Like, it could be that. Like, you know how Robert Kraft liked Tom Brady and, and, and Belichick was ready to move on and they had some discourse there. So it could be that. I'm just hoping it's not. I'm hoping it's, it's none of that. Yeah, I mean, we, we don't really know what's going to happen, but if it does happen, uh, I would like to think that at some point it's a real competition, and if Jed is cool with paying him here, then we do what we what we should be doing and have uh, one of the best quarterback rooms in the league. If we have a rookie that's as exciting and as um, good as the the coaches hoped he would be, then we would be uh, we would be in a really good position with Jimmy as a backup. Uh, if Trey Lance for some reason can't beat out Trey during the duration of Jimmy's contract. If Trey can't beat out Jimmy, then we're in trouble and it's possible we didn't draft the right guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it depends on the context and the surrounding features or reasons as to why Jimmy would still be here. Uh, But 
there's nothing wrong with Jed York going out there. And he, he, he really tried to take the pressure off of Jimmy, I mean, off of Jimmy, um, off of Kyle and off of John Lynch and even off of the rookie Trey Lance uh, by making that statement. I don't think it was a um, I don't think he's expecting to have to pay him all that time. Um, but it was good for him to go out there and show that vote of confidence that, hey, I completely trust John and Kyle and this team and, and what they're doing and how they're going to evaluate these guys. And if by chance Jimmy needs to stay here the entire time, I will not be upset and I would be willing to pay Jimmy the entire time. Now, that said, I also think Jed expected this to be winning some games and not having a losing record at the bye week and so on and so forth. So the season's far from over, but I think that that's what goes into it. So if Jimmy was out here and he was rattling things off and Jimmy didn't get injured, we're 5-0, and I think Jed York is going to be extremely happy to pay Jimmy's salary and have that rookie sitting there waiting to take over for, for him. You know, I, I think that that's something that Jed York would love to see, uh, but that's not what's happening now. And words, words change as uh, moods change. So, uh, you know, that, that's what's going on. That, that's what I think it was about. Uh, Miss Debbie, let's go. Let's go. Let's chill. Let's relax. I got, I'm about to light up the hookah over here. It's, I'm just, I'm just going to be relaxing. My man, Ray, always got to jump in with the Alfred Morris hit. I, 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 I can never mention Alfred. I don't, I don't even remember talking about Alfred Morris this much, man. I, I just don't know uh, where it came from. It's like three years ago. You talked about Alfred Morris all the time. All the time, huh? <laughs> this, no. is, is, <laughs> this is wild. Um, but we do have some news to get to here, guys. Uh, I, I think I, up, I uploaded these here. Um, the 49ers made some roster moves. Uh, this is the first one here. Um, this isn't a roster move, I'm sorry, but this is the latest 49ers news. Uh, quarterback Trey Lance has a left knee sprain leaving his availability in question for the Colts game. Uh, this is tweeted by Matt Mayoko um, of NBC Sports Bay Area, and then he followed that up with, uh, it will not be a long-term injury for Trey Lance, but he will stay around during the bye week and be evaluated late this week. At worst, it would be a one- or two-week injury, Coach Shanahan said. Guys, when you heard the tweet, when you first, first, first heard See, they didn't tweet it out in order like this, right? It, it didn't come consecutively. It wasn't one long tweet like that, right? Uh, the top tweet doesn't show the time, but this one came uh, sometime after. I promise you it was sometime after. Uh, and so the, the initial word was that, oh, my God, Trey Lance is also injured now. How did you guys react? How did you feel about it? I, I didn't want to believe it. I mean, I, I watched the guy go out there and – Pour his heart and soul out, but I mean, I, I I can, if I can, I can understand if he got injured. I mean, the dude ran the ball sixty times for eighty nine yards at the quarterback position, and um, I can see how he could be a little banged up. But and and you did watch on one of those plays, he kind of got his leg pulled and kind of landed on his knee. And he kept going, so there's a possibility he got a knee sprain. But come on, let's cut the bull crap, y'all. I I I I, didn't, I don't believe it, um, and I believe there's some type of like funny things going on with the injuries. I don't believe any of our quarterbacks are injured, and I I, I think this is what the forty this is what the forty ers are going to be about this season, yo. It's it's it's. Remember that? Uh, you ever remember that show that used to come on HBO called Brain Games? It used to come on like right before certain shows or whatever. I think this is what we're getting right now. Some some cow some cow brain games. But if he's injured. And I hope he heals up fast because uh, that was probably his last game 
and he's going to start in 2021. Trey Lance's last game for 2021 as a starter, as a starter. Right? That's what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I just want to make sure I'm not putting words Doesn't in Doesn't mean he won't start January 9th, 2022, but in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. I like it, man. Nick, what are your thoughts, bro? My initial thoughts were, God dang it, Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> that was my first initial thoughts. Um, and then after I heard it, looked into it, I got to the point where I'm like, wait, I go back to Trey's presser and he's like, nah, I didn't really take any collisions. I mean, just the one at the goal line, but uh, I'm sure I'll be a little sore when I go to bed tonight. What comes out the next day? Ah, he was fine all day, but when he went to lay down for bed, his knee was hurting a little bit. Mm. So then I'm like, hmm, what's going on here? And then, you know, there's speculation that, well, this is a way to keep Trey Lance back at the facility during the week to work with him because he's rehabbing. Yeah. So is it to work with him, to prepare him, to get him ready? Or are you still sticking with Jimmy Garoppolo? I mean, he said he was sticking with Jimmy Garoppolo. So he said... That that see that's what's confusing, bro. Well, he said a whole lot of different things to a whole lot of different people. But if, on the pressers, he said if Jimmy's ready to go, he'll be the quarterback. Like he said that, and so it was just like, dang, like kid just finished playing his heart out. Yo. He asked you the question. I mean, and he's sticking to it, yo. Like that that is his answer. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's I, I'm hoping and I'm believing everything that you're saying. I'm hoping that. This is a this is a, this is a, a scheme, like you know, like <laughs> they're keeping him around to instill more things, get more workout with him or whatever, and then bam, Sunday night Trey Lance is starting again. Let me ask but, you a question, Wayne. Yeah, I can recall. And correct me if I'm wrong. I can recall that you said before, I ain't ever believing another damn thing Kyle Shanahan says. I don't. That's why I'm confused. So. <laughs> So, so the, that's what I'm saying. Don't like, don't give up on that hope, right? I'm not giving up on the hope. It's just, it's Kyle. Kyle's making it clear that Jimmy's his guy. He he he's he's starting he, to come around on trailing. I mean, he's Jimmy's been the guy. Like when Jimmy is out there, he's the guy. Like no matter how much I want Trey Lance in the game, no matter how healthy Trey Lance is. If Jimmy is healthy, he's been the guy. I don't agree with that, but he's been the guy. So everything that Kyle's been saying up until now has been the truth about Jimmy being the guy. So it's hard for me to believe that he's still not the guy until he lied about Jimmy not being the guy. So he's lied about a lot. He ain't lied about Jimmy being the guy. Like that. That's the one thing he, he hasn't lied about. Yeah. I don't know. Let's uh I think we should get off of that. <laughs> it's 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 we got a whole week and a half, man. It's the the tray train. Well, I, I put some thought into it, right? And here here's a little bit of a conspiracy. I don't know if I can call this a conspiracy theory. It's just what I think Kyle's doing. 
without saying it, right? You have a so, fan phone. huh? You have a fan on or something? My air conditioner is running in the background, oh. and ain't no way I'm turn- I'm wearing all black over here. When I tell y'all I'm relaxed, it took everything in me not to do this show outside, and I figured the air conditioner noise will be more subtle than the. Uh, I don't even oh, hear I- it. I-, I figured that would be more subtle than the than the crickets outside. Plus, Niner got skunked last night, and he didn't kill it. This is the first dog I've ever had that got skunked and didn't win the battle. I've let, I've had three dogs in my life get skunked, three, and they they killed the they killed the skunk. Like you win that you win you win the battle, well you win the war. You might lose the battle because he gets you right. This dog, I, I told you how he tries to save mice. Like he won't hurt anything that's small. It's only big stuff. He's a great anyway. Did your kids make make him watch Ratatouille with him or something? I don't know, man. I, I can't figure it out, man. We got we get we get mice stuck on the glue boards, and he's over here like trying to lick them off and stuff, man. He's got glue boards stuck to his face when he runs in the room. All right, anyway. Uh, so no, I didn't want to go outside and have the cigar. I got I got the hookah here, but uh, we're gonna have to deal with the air conditioner uh, for a little bit. Um, but so I, I did some thinking, and this is this is what I came up with. We got to think about Jimmy's injury first. We all thought it might have been a fake injury, right? We we didn't believe. The severity of it. How about that? Let's say we didn't believe the severity of the injury because they couldn't even tell us what type of injury it was. Even down to game day, it changed once again. Okay? Now, Jimmy said during the game that he stayed loose because he was the backup quarterback in case something happened to Trey during that second half of the previous game. This week, Jimmy's inactive. He can't play at all. But Kyle said he's closer than he was the day before. He should be fine come the Colts time. Then Trey Lance wasn't on the injury report following the game. Wasn't until the following day that Kyle comes out and says what he says today. Now he says he made a joke and said something along the lines of, "Yeah, that pissed uh, me." Jimmy will have some company around the facility now this week while everybody else is gone. Ha 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 ha! Right, the players that are rehabbing are still back at the facility. Right. Here's what I think Kyle is trying to set up quarterback camp yes 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 i think kyle is trying to get a little quarterback competition what we all have been what people have been saying he should have done from week one or from the time he drafted trey and giving them equal reps and all that obviously they're not going to have practice but i think he wants to see something with these two guys and talk about the future of the position i don't know if that's what it is but what he has done He's put himself in a position to make a decision on the quarterback going forward without backlash. Because if he decides to go back to Jimmy, his excuse can be Trey had a setback. He's not as good. We told you guys that we have to go back with Jimmy. If he wants to go with Trey again, he can say the same exact thing about Jimmy. It was a setback. You guys knew he was inactive the last game. Something else happened, a flare up, whatever. He can say whatever he wants. The contusion terror rip a bruise is just running rampant in the Jimmy's bruise, cast. The strain, the rip, the tear. <laughs> yeah, the whatever they call it that that day, it's it's running rampant, and <laughs> and you know we got to deal with it now, okay? Um, but in reality, I do think that there was some soreness because Trey was taking a beating, and this was his first action in over a year and a half. So, and it I- was a lot of action too. So let's 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 go from the word strain to sprain because it's a big difference. So so sprain, that's not good. And it said knee sprain. 
But strain it on the grade though. That's what I have. It depends on where it's at. But the sp but sprains are worse than strains. Strains are more on the muscles, right? And then and like the sprain is more like so in my in my opinion, I thought the strain was more of a soreness, like a contusion. Like uh, a little a ache. A strain is a stretch. So you stretch the muscle. Right. But it, the it, sprain. Right. So so all right. So a sprain, right, is to a ligament or a tendon. A strain is to a muscle. To a muscle, right. Okay. So a sprain is depending on the grade, a sprain is a stretch of a tendon. It's a like let's say I have an MCL grade one sprain, right? Yeah. So what that is, is my MCL and my knee, I stretched, but I did not tear. If it went to grade two, it could have been a hairline tear, but not a complete tear. Then it goes to a grade three, which is a partial tear. So in a strain, you're straining your muscle. So you're overstretching your muscle. So which will cause contusions, will cause bruising and be very painful. Correct. But the, that's the difference between a sprain and a strain. A strain is in the muscle. A sprain is in a ligament or a tendon. Correct. I I, I agree with that. Yeah. So that that's that's why that's what the difference is. So so, so this should be none. This should be the same thing. So this should be more the less. It's the, the same thing. They're the different parts of the body. Correct. One so, to a muscle. One to a tendon or a ligament. So then, everybody should be more upset at Kyle. For running this dude enough to get the sprint. So here's the thing, man. I rewatched the game, and those design runs weren't bad. Like I, those, I, I rewatched it. They weren't bad though. Like if you go back and watch those design, like a, a couple, and it would have been more than the sixteen, right? Because the ones that get called for holding don't count, right? Because he had some. He had a couple of big joints. That got called back because of the stupid holes. So those don't even count. So it would have been more than 16, right? Well, I, I mean, there were 16. There was he had 16 rushes that they weren't all design runs. Yeah, but but no, I'm saying I, 11 I counted, of them were designed. I counted, I counted I counted uh seven when I was going through, but my attention wasn't 100 percent screen. But yeah, there I were also 11. there were also three other ones that were called back, is what Wayne is saying. Yeah, there was even more than what the, the stat sheet is showing. So, so, so when I when I went back and looked at his runs, if he's he's right, he didn't get hit like we thought he got hit. It was more the guys landing on him, all that type of stuff, whatever, whatever, which still causes your body to ache. You know what I'm saying? You got hundred pounds dudes landing on you, so I get it. But he was right. Like he only really took that one big hit, and then that one pull, Jalen Thompson was trying to get him down. And it kind of put him, and that's when his helmet came off, and he kept dragging Jalen like a little rag doll. Like, like Trey Lance is tough, bro. Like he he's tough. I I I can understand why we're upset with Kyle, but I'm more upset with Kyle with the play calling and not doing a lot of things to his strengths. And so I get the running, but I think he overran him. But I do I, I, during the time watching the game, I didn't think so. And so when I, when you go back and watch, man, Trey, let, let, let's talk about Trey Lance, yo. So Trey Lance, 
has a gift. And on the first play of the game, my bros, the first play, Mike ain't going to want to hear this, but that right side of the offensive line got beat. First play of the game. I don't know if it was McGlinchey or Brunskill. I'm just going to say the right side because I don't want to talk trash about Mike's guy. But it was one of them. Gets beat on the edge. Trey Lance steps up in the pocket and rushes. Like he, like, isn't that what we want him to do? Like, like that was like he still he, he was. I'm in watching the, the play right now. He's in shotgun, and it was not any offensive lineman's fault. They sent the blitzer off the right side outside of Mike McGlinchey. Mike McGlinchey's locked up, and a corner comes around the corner. Okay. So Mike McGlinchey has his guy. Either way, it was the right side, and I didn't say it was any of That's why I didn't name him. Absolutely right. But on the right side, there was pressure, and he stepped up in the pocket and took off and ran. And so I thought that was a good – that's not a design run. That's a good way to escape the pocket, and he's gone. (laughs) Let's read Peachy's comment. He's gone. He's gone. (laughs) He's gone. That was quick. He hit the wrong button. He said, you're about to bash Mike McGlinchey. I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> yo, he pulled up that play so fast. <laughs> that was not Mike McGlinchey. Um, he gone. No, but I'm just saying, like, I like his escapability in the pocket, and this is one of the reasons why we drafted Trey Lance. Like, you, we allow him to do that, but then right. you got his design runs, the straight up power joints, the straight up joints out of the pistol. There was a couple of fake handoffs that. Like, weren't really sold, but they worked, right? Like, they, they still worked. And so when I went back and watched the game, I'm like, well, Trey, you know, a couple of those design runs, he only got one yard. One was for, like, no yards. And I thought he did a pretty darn decent job on his design runs, and I didn't really think he got banged up that much. I mean, he's he's still running, like a running back, so obviously he's getting banged up. A lot up. of times on the design runs, he was too fast for his blocker. Yeah, well, that's him having to let the play – yeah, so he he would take off and he'd run up the back end of uh, Alex Mack or even Trent Williams at times. And like he just, wasn't he wasn't staying like he would just keep going trying to go through facts. his block instead of like bouncing off of his block. Um, he would just run straight up. But uh, how do we fix that? Well, I mean th- that just comes with skill. Like that just comes with not uh, just skill. Experience. He needs yeah. to be in there. Yeah, with the offensive line. So yeah, like but, he just needs. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I I counted eleven design runs and I think five off schedule plays. That's. I mean, that's what I counted. That's why I said eleven of them joints was, and, and three of them were just like for no yards, like one yard, two yards, but the, the majority of them were for pretty big gains. You know what I'm saying? It's not like. I think the play calling was cool, but the thing that I, I, that I didn't get was we were being we were successful, pretty darn successful with with Elijah Mitchell. Like he was doing good too. Well, before we, before we before we get to Elijah Mitchell, let me read these contributions and we'll we'll pick back up there. Uh, Peachy with the contribution here. Thank you. She says, "Told y'all already. 49ers decision makers out here playing rock paper scissors." <laughs> And it's, it feels like that with not just the quarterback position either uh, to what Breezy was just about to get on, even Mitchell. How, do, how does this guy not get more carries, man? Like this kid is looking great out here. And hell, even Sermon the last two games, when he gets an opportunity anyway, he looks good. Like I, I just, 
all right. I don't know, but thanks for the contribution, PG. Easy Tino says, uh, Kyle may be doing Trey a solid because number 99, Big Buck, is coming home to Levi and he bringing some dogs with him. Muhammad and Darius Leonard going to eat. Who going to block him? Hot knife through butter. I don't know if y'all watched that game last night, but I'm not worried about the Forrest Buckner. I don't know. I'm not worried about, I'm not worried about them, period. Buckner and... had one sack and it was on September 12th, the very first game. So... I'm, I'm not worried about it but easy tino man thanks for the contribution i'm more worried about darius leonard i'm not even worried about him and, but I'm, even, I'm more worried about darius but, leonard than i am buckner but let's say this is true so you want the stationary jimmy behind that line instead of trey yeah because no, i don't want to, jimmy they, back there ever again it's crazy um i i don't <laughs> know i can't n- NVME18 says, uh, Baldy broke down the first play. It was on Mac. Card sent a five-man rush, and Mac slide left to double-team, leaving a free rusher off the right. How can Mac le- – all right. Okay. Fine. It was it was Alex Mac's fault to not get to the outside of the – So is he trying to say – is he trying to say that the line was – the offensive line was supposed to shift over to the right? That's not, that's not how it works. I, I don't know. I'm just asking, is that what he's trying to say, Mike? Like, that's all. Like, like is that is that what Baldy is alluding to? Like, I, I don't think I don't think that's how it works, too. But how do you pick up blitzers? The blitzers are picked up by either tight ends or running backs or but if the tight ends and running backs aren't in the formation, how are they picked up? So they're just you gotta free? Get the ball out. You gotta get the ball out quickly. Or scramble like you go to your hot read. That's what yeah. But I thought the line was able to slide protections. Like, don't line slide yeah, protections? When they slide protection, so I think that's the direction in which they shift. When they so if the if the players well, aren't that's lined what up, I'm talking about. Right? How many people are on the line? Bring the play up. Look at the play. Was it five on five? Hold on. Let me or was it I got six it, on? I got it right here. Where'd my control go? All right. We're gonna go back right there all right so they're doing kickoff and it goes over his head all right here we go so here's trey and see if it was a hot read all right so come on pause the damn thing all right so (laughs) i don't know what what baldy saw if this is if that if that contribution was accurate because all right, so I'm looking at it right now, and pause the goddamn thing. Well, all right, I'm getting pissed off. Sorry, guys. Don't get pissed, Mike. It's all good. It's just not, like, responding when I hit play and pause. Oh, I, I understand. understand your frustration. And that's, like, I, I'm trying to pause it before they snap the ball just so I can get a clear count on everything, and it's not doing it for me. All right, here we go. One, two, three, four, five. There are five people coming in. All right. Mike McGlinchey is head up with somebody. Brunskill is head up with somebody. Tomlinson is head up with somebody. And Williams is head up with somebody. The extra pressure is coming up from the other side. And they sent Mitchell in motion to the bottom of the screen away from where the pressure came from. So, so this guy is free. Just hike, hike, hiking the ball? Well, let's see what he does. He snaps the ball. Well, Alex Mack should slide to the block to the right. They should block to the right. 
So that means that the the offensive line is supposed to shift over one guy. I don't I don't think that's how it works though. Okay, I'm de- I, I I'm just I don't know I'm just I hate because that means that all three guys made the same mistake and that's not likely. You understand what I'm saying? It could be it could be likely that they didn't shift over to the guy, and that's why they all ended up making the mistake. So it left Alex Mack for nobody to block. But then he said that Baldy said that Alex Mack doubled on the left. So that's why I asked you what did Alex Mack do? Um here we go. There's another I saw another contribution pop up in here somewhere. Oh, yep. Uh what Baldy was saying is the cards line lined up in a five two front. Mac stepped to the two man side instead of the three man side of the front. Right. But that does, but I, I don't think that means it's Mac's fault that the pressure came off of the right side of the line. That's all I'm saying. Gotcha. So yeah. And Mitchell could have been a check down, but he wouldn't have gained as many yards as traded on that play. So I know Nick asked about if there was a hot read or if there was a, a check down that he could have done really quick. Yes, but he wouldn't have got as many yards. Um, so it is what it is. I mean, you know, spilled milk, you know, clean it up, keep it moving. Yeah. Don't cry about it. Um, now let's talk about, you said you wanted to talk about Mitchell. Uh, I do have a couple of other things here, but we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, Mitchell, let's talk about him. Let's, I mean, he, I, in my opinion, he was underutilized. But is that because he was just coming back off of injury? Like, you know what I mean? And if that's the case, why not mix it up and, and do Trey Sermon Mitchell package? It was Mitchell, 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 all the way to the fourth quarter. Then you got a tray. Nine times. That's it, though. Well, it was Mitchell, Mitchell, Trey Lance, Trey Lance, Trey Lance, Trey Lance, Trey Lance, Trey Lance, Mitchell, 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 Trey Lance, Trey Lance, like, and then Trey Sermon at the end of the game. Like, I'm, I'm confused why, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're not utilizing our running backs, and they, and could it be because at least in the run game, but in the pass game, I can understand. Maybe they don't understand all the protections, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. But why are we not using them joints? <laughs> My man, Troy, he stayed with the fresh fitted. I thought I had a fitted collection, yo. He does this have dude, some fresh joints. This dude stay fresh. Very nice. I, I don't know how I missed it. I must have pop, maybe popped up when I, when I dipped out. Y'all started talking about Mike McGlinchey, so I left. <laughs> no, nah, it was it was before the one you hit. Oh, okay. Um, I I really do like Mitchell, man. And you know there was a tweet that was going around saying that Trey ran the ball so much because there were so many holding penalties on first down that we were often down in in the distance on uh, first or second down and caused us to have to what? throw to try to they they saying that it caused us to have to throw to try to catch up on yards. But I've seen Kyle run on first and 15, first and 20 all the time. Like he all does that time, more. Bro. Yeah, he does that he more than any other. To make it a manageable second and third. Right, exactly. So that's why I, like, I saw the tweet and I get people trying to defend it. And I'm not here to bash Kyle, by the way. If anything, I think, I think if we end up getting to the Kyle Shanahan discussion, I'm going to end up defending Kyle more than attacking him tonight. Just so people y'all know. I you to put that scotch down, dog. That's all right. That's all right. Like I'm relaxed. 
I've had time to sit back and think about stuff. I might need to get me a little scotch too, man. My throat hurt. And uh, I'm I'm convinced that I'm convinced that we're we as a fan base are overreacting. By the way, that's a good thing. I I've been looking at this fan base warring with each other about their opinions and everything. And there's two ways to look at it. You can say that this fan base is annoying. We complain and we cry and, and we bitch about everything. Or you could say this is a really passionate fan base and they don't mind voicing their opinions. I think the fan base is like 98% confused, bro, and frustrated. I'm frustrated, yes. And I think I think that's what's causing the discourse, right? Like, so like it's not about anyone even being right. It's just like give us something consistent. <laughs> and then and if it don't work, then we can switch it up. But there's no consistency, like on, on anything. Like, think about the games. Like, all right, week one. They're all let's let's go. Can we can we can you want to read this comment, Big Dad's comment, real quick? And then we just kind of like recap one through five real quick, and we can kind of like just give our, you know, our grades from week one through five, like like how the offenses ran. I think that'll be a pretty cool exercise. Big Dad's, what up, baby? That means the unblocked guy is hot. That's on the quarterback, but Lance is an experience. When Jimmy sees this, it's a signal to cut play in half and pick a side. But I. I'm not disagreeing with that, but the rusher came in so fast from the side. What was what was Trey was supposed to do? Like he was supposed to just get the ball out quick, because he kind of he was boot. It was like he he stepped back, right? Pressure came from the side immediately, and he took off like, immediately. Huh? And he, and he took off immediately. So well, he was what was he to, supposed to do? Like right, just, that's what I'm saying. Like just stand there or peg peg nickel <laughs> in the back of the helmet. When he had he wasn't ready for the ball, like that's what I'm saying. Like it just does. People wanted him to take a big hit on the first play of the game. No, I, I liked what I liked what he did. Hey, quick question to you, to my to you guys, my bros. Your thoughts on throwing on the first play of the game opposed to running on the first play of the game? Empty backfield. I liked it. I I thought Kyle was going to come out here and go deep on the first play. What we've been begging him to do, even with Jimmy in there. So they stopped stacking the box against us. This is what we've been calling for all game. And what did he do? He went three or four wide once he once he motioned out uh, Mitchell. He was giving us what we asked for. Well, the the three the first three plays were were pass plays. So I I I, I wanted to see I wanted to see a run though. Like you got to mix it in. Here, here's why Arizona's run defense isn't that great. And when the moment we started running the ball. We were getting seven, like five, six, seven yards a pop. Bro, there was one point that Mitchell had his first five carries. He had 37 carries, I think, or first five, I think he had 35 yards. How do you stop that? Like, why Why do you put a, a cease to that? And the screen game with him was on. But there was one play where Mitchell should have had a touchdown, and he cut back inside uh, on the what... left side run. Okay. I remember he... that. He you, went, and you're gonna get Rudolph, and he cut back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna get that. But I tell you right now, he has the best vision as a running back on this team, and I get why he's the guy that Kyle wants back there. Is he the best pass blocking running back? I don't know, but he definitely has the best vision when he gets through that. When he gets to that second level, so I, I do understand. Would I like to see more Trey Sermon? Yeah. Like you gotta mix up. Kyle's gotta find a way to mix up this run game and get it churning. Because if the offense is predicately based on the run game from the running backs, 
Then you want to sprinkle in a little bit of quarterback action now that Trey Lance is back there. But, like, he kind of took away the run. Kyle, not the defense. Kyle. And started forcing Trey to do more with the passing game. So it's like, in my opinion, he was kind of setting Trey up to not succeed. Because a lot of Trey's balls got bad. Well, Trey had four batted balls. Four. Kyle came out and said two were on Trey and two weren't. Eh, I think they (laughs) – I mean, mean, Kyle, if you let Trey hand the damn ball off, none of them would have been on Trey. But it's like – that that that's my frustration with our coach. It's more like we've watched the coach guys force run the ball on certain teams. We've watched our coach take the ball out of a quarterback's hand, the guy that he's vouching for, so, so he says, out of his hand in an NFC divisional playoff game, in a Super Bowl, in NFC Championship game three times in a row, and this is the guy you bring back. This is the guy you believe in. So if Kyle's willing to do that, I don't understand why we don't go with what, what works. And it could be an experienced running backs, but they're they're being productive. So I'm confused. Let me ask you guys this. I, I said earlier, I kind of have a conspiracy theory. <laughs> I know I don't ever have conspiracy theories. But it's the mic effect. You've been hanging around Mike too long, Nick. Mike, Mike, checker, one, two, Mike, checker. And I may be way off with this, and I, I said this earlier, but <clears throat> we're while we're talking about play calling, right? Do you guys think this offense has been stagnant? Yes that, or no? Oh, so that, that's my exercise I want to do when you finish this. You think the offense has been stagnant, both of you? Uh, I, I actually do think that the offense has been stagnant because they okay. can't score. Okay. Do you do you see a difference in this offense compared to even 2020s and 2019s offense? Difference, yes. With Jimmy Garoppolo or Trey Lance, see a difference? Either way, there's a difference. It's different than what it was with the other quarterbacks, too. Right, with Nick Mullen, CJ Beathard. Yeah, hell, hell yeah. <clears throat> so, I think that we're missing – there's not a lot of pre-snap motion, right, this year. Um, there's not as much misdirection that we're used to seeing. So let me ask you this. We know from future or from past that Kyle Shanahan said that he was the play caller. Do we think that Mike, Mike McDaniels is calling plays this year because the offense is so different? I don't think he's calling plays. I think he might be getting players set up right, you know, the right position groups out there. I'm just asking because this isn't the offense we're used to seeing. Even whether it's Jimmy back there, whether it's Trey back there, it's just not the offense we're used to seeing. But, 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 and, and, but, 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 um, Kyle's been vanilla for a while, bro. So like even even last year he had some vanilla play calling in his game even though he was limited to who he was working with. It's like he's just dumbing. It's not. I don't want to say is he's dumbing it down or watering it down. It just doesn't look right. And so when you go back and watch the game, 
you see that some of these plays, if were executed right, probably would have worked too. This is probably why Mike is saying he's going to defend Kyle Shanahan. Because some of these, and, and Mike, you can correct me if I'm wrong or you can wait, but some of those plays were poorly executed. Debo can't drop pass. No wide receiver. A lot of plays. A lot of plays is coming down to execution. It's execution. Has more drops in these first five games than they had through 10 games last year. Jeez. That's, that's saying something because we had a lot of drops last year, too. <laughs> like, everybody is like Kendrick Bourne all of a sudden. <laughs> Don't do that because Bourne didn't have that bad drop case. He did, I, I know, but they okay. tried to oh. make it seem like Kendrick Bourne dropped every pass in the world. But I bet you we wish we had a Kendrick Bourne right now who always found a way to get open on the third down. He probably would have caught that ball Muhammad Sanu dropped. And I'm just saying, like, like we it's it's different, Nick. And so I think Kyle is just I don't think Kyle is being as creative as he could be. Here, here's why I say that. Did you watch the Chiefs game and how they got Molly Wapped on national television by the Buffalo Bills? Did you watch the Chiefs' last score on the goal line? Tell me that junk wasn't dope. I'll, I'll the, tell the, it to you. Was it the three-play option? Yes. Okay. And so you mean to tell me, Kyle Shannon, you th- don't tell me I don't understand West Coast offense, bro. Like, you, you sound dumb. Kyle Shanahan is this great mind play caller, right? But I feel like I've seen way better stuff. Now, I will say that Patrick Mahomes is better than Jimmy Garoppolo, and he's better than Trey Lance, right? I would say that Travis Kelsey is better than Ross Dwelly, right? And so when they when he snapped the ball, he went up and lined behind the center. He hiked it right to Travis Kelsey, like not even in the backfield, and it was a touchdown. It was like a deception-type play. We don't run those, but you heard Kyle say in the presser that on that um um Kyle Juszczyk handoff, I mean that that you know when he lined up behind the center, he was supposed to hand the ball off. He was supposed to toss it to Trey Lance for a quarterback toss. I ain't never even heard of that. And and if you look, Trey would have had the whole field wide open because everybody was crashing on the center. On on the on the line, everybody, but somebody had a brain fart. The dude from Harvard had a brain fart, and so that's where it comes down to execution. Like, did they get the play? And and then it, and then when you go back and watch the play, didn't it look weird? Like, didn't it look like they rushed it, or was it just me? It's like they rushed to the line of scrimmage, and then they were trying to like catch the defense off guard, right? And then the other thing about that play that was a little weird is that all the targets for Trey to throw to, for I know I know it was at the two one two yard line, and so there's not a lot of space. But they didn't even like spread out; they were all right there together in front of them or behind them. So I I don't know, man. I don't know. I I, didn't, I don't know. I don't. But know. I like where Nick was going with it because is it? Mike McDaniel's calling the plays, but if so, Nick, why is Kyle is Kyle why is Kyle is Kyle letting him do that? So if it don't work, he could throw Mike under the bus. Like, what's good? I don't know, dude. I I, I don't know. <laughs> Damn it, dude. 
I'm just saying, I don't know if it's the truth or not, but it's just something is different about this offense. This okay. offense is not a Kyle Shanahan offense that I'm used to seeing. I think, I think something that we're also not factoring in is the crazy amount of penalties too. So it's it's so it's like. But winning. I'm talking all season, Mike. I haven't seen a whole lot of misdirection, a whole lot of pre-snap right. motions, the, the run go, game, we, like. It's just been a total different offense. Let's go back to week one, y'all. Week one, the offense looked pretty. Nick, watch Would your you time, know? bro. I don't want you to get in trouble. Yeah, no, I got 30 seconds. All right, I'll shut up. Mm-mm. No, go, go. Week, week, week one, the done. offense looked pretty. It was fluid. Jimmy looked good. I even tweeted the dumbest tweet I've ever tweeted in my life. I said Jimmy Garoppolo is greater than Lamar Jackson and some other quarterback at the time because Jimmy, they were talking about you. Yeah. Oh, I saw a tweet that said the dumbest tweet I saw all year was somebody saying that Jimmy Garoppolo was better than Lamar Jackson. And that was after Lamar Jackson had like 300 yards in the second half and completed 90% of the pass. No, 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 no. I said this week one. No, no, no. But somebody said a right, 49ers but that, guy. Somebody right. But what player. I said was week one and Lamar Jackson didn't look good week one. And so that's why I tweeted it. Because Jimmy looked good week right. one. I forgot who the other quarterback was, but he was greater than them week one. And that's what I had said. Everybody yeah. want to take things out of context. Oh no, they were they were, waiting, they were they were saving that. So once he had a good game, right? It was it was right. And, was and Lamar Jackson had the game of his career last night. Literally, literally, literally a career game. Yeah. So right. You know. and, and and Jimmy Garoppolo was hurt. Right. <laughs> and so look, guys. I look, man. I don't. I don't get mad at stuff like that. I'm cool with it. I don't mind you cashing my checks. It's all good. I'm going to say what I say when I want to say it. It's cool. I'm mm -hmm. a cool guy. I'm a cool cat. That's why they call me Heathcliff. All right? Go ahead. Michael Young, I just want to get this off so we can keep talking about what you, you – I know you said you want to go through a week-by-week -week thing, so let's do that. Uh, Michael Young with a $5 contribution. Thank you, brother. He says, uh, anytime we start out in the gun throwing, we're in for a long day. And I'm, I got to be completely honest with you, man. I – I think it depends on who's back there. If Trey Lance is supposed to be a better thrower of the ball and can spread it out more, I want to see it. But he's been better under center his whole career, Mike. Yes. No, I, I get that. And that's I why know. it's confusing, Mike. That's why I'm confused. But it's his first start, right? And you, if you, I'm now I'm just talking about the first snap. I'm not talking about the whole game. The first because, three snaps was in the shotgun. Yeah, no, there was there was a lot of them. From shotgun this game, there was there was a whole lot of them. So I'm not not defending that. I'm just talking about this contribution where he says when we start out in the gun throwing. No, I know. I, I I'm so, sorry. I can't control myself sometimes. No, no, it's cool. It's cool. I, I'm I'm just you know compartmentalizing and separating it all. Uh, I did not like how much Trey was in the gun this game, but they talk about because of all the penalties. So that's what they're that's what they're blaming on, right? But I was not mad seeing him start that way. I was ready for him to open it up. That's what we've been dying to see. And I say you come out and you make a statement right out the gate. Even if it, like I said, if it was a bomb down the field, show off Trey's arm on the first play and make them respect it. I don't care if it's incomplete. We've been calling for it for how long now? It didn't have to be uh, from under center in a play action play. Let them know what's coming. Spread that that's, defense out right away. That, see, and, that, and, and, and Mike, that's my issue. This is why I have issues with Kyle. You, you put in Travis Benjamin 
a guy who could outrun just about any wide receiver on this team. He has four three speed even at the age of fifty, right? You were about to spit that out. <laughs> I'm glad it didn't quite get to my lips yet. It was almost there. It was almost there. I, <laughs> I would have been so mad at you. This bottle of scotch that I'm drinking right now costs so much. If I wasted a drip, I'd have been mad at you, bro. <laughs> I'd have been so mad at you. I did not expect you to say no damn age of 50, bro. Listen, but seriously, he's ancient, right? But you brought yeah. him, you you brought him off the practice squad. You you deactivated a guy that uh, that um trade Lance wanted. Dewan Jennings. Dewan Jennings, right? And then big target. It, right, right. And then instead of him running a deep route down the field to, to do what you asked, <laughs> he runs a shallow route. And 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 granted, Trey tried to make a play, but there was pressure. So can we talk about the pressure? <laughs> the pressure was there, bro. But he stepped up in the pocket and threw it on the run, and it sailed. And for the intercept, this was the interception, right? And so, why is that the play? Why is that the route that Travis Benjamin is running? Why is he running underneath routes? Like that's why I'm confused. You brought him in for speed, and hear me out. The 49ers, if they can get one wide receiver, go find Marquise Goodwin and get his ass back. Like, See, get one guy this that is... could take the top off the defense. It would stop. A, we could, it would open up the middle so much. It did open up the middle, and he was wide open, but the pass sailed to the safety who was playing three or four yards off of him because my, my, of the my... respect of the speed. And this is why I say I can defend Kyle a little bit. That play in particular, right? Because he was he, wide open. I didn't say he wasn't wide right, open. Right. I'm but, saying it was a shorter route. Like the pass was yes. over. I don't think they understand what I'm saying, Mike. Can I, you please I, I get you, me? though. All right. I get you. So this, this, is, this is my thinking behind it. A little justification for Kyle and why he was only running a 15 to 20-yard route as opposed to getting deeper. The interception happened by the safety. Yeah. Okay. He had dropped back. He had played deep Be coverage. Right, because the safety knew that that speed that he was going to throw threat. the ball deep. So I can't play up close on him. So I'm going to stay back behind him because we so can't So I don't let... get burnt. I got you. He's playing right. over the top. I got so you. I think it was – I don't know this for sure. I'm not the X's and O's guy like that. But I think it's an option route. If this safety hasn't come up on you, once you get to 15 yards, cut inside and Trey will hit you. Trey was looking at him. That's where he went with the ball. Trey, Trey did a bad ball. That, I'm not not blaming Travis Benjamin. I'm just saying, right. Kyle. All, all right, what I'm trying to say is this. Let's talk X's and O's, right? You got Travis Benjamin lined up on the side. You can have both wide receivers on the same damn side for you. Have all three. You have trips left or trips right for all I care. One should be going down the field. That's going to take at least the cornerback and possibly a safety. Then it opens up your underneath route. And then your intermediate route, like you, you get what I'm saying. Like, I just feel like if there was levels, opposed to just too much stuff going on in the middle, like that could have been. I don't know. The pass was inaccurate. God dang it! That's all I know. The pass was off. The pass was bad. I'm not gonna lie and say the pass wasn't bad. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I'm with you, bro. I'm with you. Uh, T man, thanks for the contribution. Uh, game plan was set up like Ten was playing in that game. I don't, I don't think so either. I don't think we saw as many quarterback design runs. That's, that, that's not fair, though, Mike. We know that that's different, but we're just talking about like I don't think I don't think we only have 
10 attempts by our running backs if 10 was in the game. Come on now. I mean, we can't, we can't say this. I, I the think contribution. Got, I got you. I got you. You, you, you understand? We can't, we, we can't have it both ways. If Jimmy Garoppolo was in this game, the play calling is different. And we know it. We well, know it has different. to be different because it's a different skill set back there. So okay. I get it. So we can't. So but, this, but, but okay, I got you. But I still don't think it was the right play calling for Trey Lance either. That's I still fair. think Trey could have seen more bootlegs to one side. He could have saw more rollouts. Hell, I'd be wanting Jimmy Garoppolo to have more bootlegs. He's way more successful on the boot action to the left or right. Like, Jim, even Jimmy. Like, never mind. I, I, I personally some play I, I don't want Kyle fired. Kyle's action. the get best him, thing. Get, yeah. Kyle's the best thing we had since Jim Harbaugh. And so, like, he's way more innovative than Jim. I think the thing I like about Jim Moore is he just seems to have he's just a players guy. Like he just has way more guts and 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 he's a football guy. Like legit. Like he played quarterback in the NFL. Kyle played in the NFL? Hell no. So it's a little different. You know what I'm saying? He has a little bit more guts and glory to him. And so you get a little bit more rah-rah out of Jim Harbaugh. But I don't I don't know. Plus a lot of Jim Harbaugh players then they were they weren't hurt. And so Kyle's guys be hurt. Anyway. All right. What do you, what do you want to do through going through the weeks? I know so I wanted yes to go through the week. week to talk about how the offense has declined every week. Mm-hmm. And so if you think about and so people are saying, oh, we were playing the Lions. Mm-hmm. Fair. Super yeah. fair. But the offense was fluid. The offense weren't. I mean, they were probably drop passes, but it just looked fluid. Week two on the road in Philly. Offense became stagnant. Jimmy didn't do anything in the first half. Trey Lance didn't see the game, but Jimmy did nothing in the first half, and then things kind of got going in the second half. We were able to squeak out a win in Philly. Mike, tell these people we were there. Like, it was not a – first of all, we were in Philly. That ain't the stadium you want to be in if you winning. And, like, it was – they were – Philly was winning. And so we had to – look, well, anyway, we struggled against Philly. Then we struggled against Green Bay, even though we put up 30. But it wasn't a consistent 30. And I'm cool with that, right? And I'm not even going to be mad at Jimmy in the game, even though he struggled the whole first half, because he did pull it together in the second half. I don't know what adjustments were made, but he got his troops, he got his boys, and they pulled it together. And they damn sure was almost 30, 30 seconds away from a victory. Then he gets hurt. Week, week five, right? Week four. He gets hurt against Arizona. I mean, get Seattle. And Jimmy didn't look good in that. And the offense moved. Probably the best they moved since Detroit. The offense was moving the ball but couldn't score points. And Jimmy said he had a bad cap and he couldn't step into his throws and all this different type of stuff. And then we come down to the Trey Lance game. Offense was moving. Interception happens. The thing, but the offense couldn't score until damn near the fourth quarter, bro. Like, that's, that's unacceptable. That should be unacceptable for a Kyle Shanahan offense. And so you watch the offense just decline, decline, decline. And you got to factor in the pieces that we're missing. You lose Raheem Mostert. You lose, you know, George Kittle. Yes. I'm just saying for the season. Like, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. you lost Jason Verrett. Like, you, you lose some pieces, and so it's going to change things up a little bit. But the offense got to find a way 
to put up points. And that's why a lot of people were arguing about Kyle going for it on all the fourth downs when you should have took the field goal points. Especially when your defense is playing the way that they've been playing. This defense is playing really good football. I know people were hating on D'Amico Ryans for some reason, but it's not justified. They let that one half of football against the Lions determine how they felt about D'Amico Ryans, and they're just not being fair about what's been happening since then. They're just not. And they're not, they weren't taking into account that we, were, we had a really big lead, and the team was like, all right, we, we start, they, they took Bosa out. They took, you know what I mean, uh, uh, 55, and they took Ford out. Like, they, they were done with the, with the starting pass rushers at that point in the game. Well, they and got they scared. took advantage of it. Yeah, they got scared of the injury, man. Like, like Kyle said it. Yeah, and so you can't you you gotta you gotta take it all with a grain of salt or not a grain of salt, but you have to you have to keep it in context. And that's why I was saying, you know, the offense is the biggest letdown of the season because you have an offensive minded coach. People expect more when Kyle is this. I won't say self proclaimed genius because I've never heard him say it himself. But what I have seen is the respect that he gets in league circles every year, regardless of the 49ers record. Oh, yeah, fear him. They fear Kyle Shanahan. Right. So, you know, I mean, it, it is what it is, bro. I mean, we just got to, we just got to, we got to, we got to get more. We need more from the offense. We do. We do. Uh, Big Des, thanks for the contribution. He says, how many times have we seen E-Man run that route and Jimmy would hit him sometimes in between two defenders? Timing route. Lance needs the reps. Yeah, I mean, it's clear as day, Big Des. Like, he, he just needs the reps, even, even with the design runs. If that's what they're gonna do, then his off he has to learn how to read his offensive line, or his offensive line has to realize that Trey's coming in this junk quick. <laughs> so, like, but they need they need to do it. Like, that's the only way it's gonna get better. I, you know, so, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you got it. You know, when we when we were doing this um preseason predictions and stuff like that, we were talking about when Trey Lance is gonna get in. I don't know if you remember this. You were on the show, though. I said, uh, with Trey Lance not having thrown but one interception his entire collegiate career, and I know it was just that one season, um, I said, I don't know if you remember this, I really hope his first pass attempt is an interception. Mm -hmm. Let him get it out the way, shake it off, and bounce back. Well, let's talk about his resiliency. Let's talk about it. Yeah, well, I got to start being more specific with the stuff I say I want because when it happens – and I didn't say, but we start blowing people out afterwards. <laughs> Maybe I should have been a little bit more specific on my wish list. And what you asked, what you was asking for, right? <laughs> well, I tell you what, look, Trey, Trey's first pass was a nice out route to um to Kyle Uzcheck out of Juice. the flat. Juice, yeah. Yeah. And, and so Trey was looking good. His first play was the run, second play was the pass. Yo, Trey got a first down on his first drive. Like, like let's start there. Then like he was driving. They were driving. Then the interception happened. But here's the thing. Defense was amazing. And Trey Lance didn't get flustered, Mike. And a lot of people thought that an interception was going to fluster Trey Lance. Maybe that's something he learned from Jimmy Garoppolo. Maybe. I I, I like that he didn't, though. I like that he didn't get shook. He didn't let it bother him. He and, kept growing. Yeah, and he just kept going. He kept going, bro. And he made, by the way, I know he lost the game, but had we happened to win that game, 
there would have been a lot of plays highlighted by the fan base. Bro, I mean, he had he had two throws to Ayuk that were just phenomenal. He okay, let's start with the broke. first one. Okay, the, the first one to the sideline when he threw the ball, I'm like, what? And then the catch was just like immaculate. Uh, I'm trying to watch this tonight, so we got to hurry up. <laughs> I didn't know it was coming on tonight. Um, but the catch was like the catch was amazing, and it was a dart. Like y'all talk about Trey Velocity and, and his balls, man. I've never seen a quarterback for the 49ers throw to the sideline that accurate in a long time. Not Alex Smith, not Jeff Garcia, like in a long time. Long. We've had a lot of quarterbacks since then. Not Callan Kaepernick. That wasn't his style. That was a dart. If that's part of his game, oh my Jesus. Yeah. Now we see Jimmy throw to the side too, but it's not like that. Right. I remember uh Jimmy doing it with uh Trent and Marquise Goodwin. Was mm. it Jimmy? Yes. That that first year Jimmy came in, he was killing the sidelines with those two guys. Yeah. And I remember like and they were letting him do rollouts. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and I don't know if it's after it seems like when Jimmy got hurt, Kyle changed his game plan for Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. Because I think he started saying, I got to find ways to keep my quarterback safe. Yeah. So, now, so you're, you're, the pocket taking a sack is way more safe than the quarterback getting outside the pocket, running, stepping out of bounds. Because he, you know, that's what happened. You're excited about this one. So I want you to read this contribution. We're going to keep it moving. We got some Game lots red and gold. Thank you for the contribution. Some great news today. Premiere of Child's Play, the TV show tonight. Original Chucky voice actor and other are returning actors. Other returning actors. Show's going to be lit. Hey, Camelot, what station is this coming on? Because that will determine if the show was going to be lit. Kryptonite says Montana was the last one to throw plays like that. Yeah, I, I don't even remember Steve Young being a sideline guy, guys. Like, I really, I really don't. I'm sure he's thrown some, just like Jimmy has thrown some. That I call Montana the slant god. Yeah, yo. <laughs> Speaking of slant God, <laughs> speaking of slant God, Trey Lance had a dope slant to Debo Samuel. That was his the drop, the drop, bro, the drop, bro. Like some some big conversions that were dropped, man. It was it was just, and the team will settle down. People are gonna say that they got to get used to how hard he throws and all that. I look, man, you got to catch the ball. Thanks, Cameron. You don't, you don't Thanks, get the determined sci-fi. You don't get to determine how hard a throw is coming from your quarterback. You don't. You don't. <laughs> you can't tell him, yo, take a little bit of it. Yeah, no. I've never seen anyone complain about Tom Brady. He throws pretty hard. They right. adjust. Mm -hmm. You go out there, you practice with your quarterback, and you adjust. And Brandon yep. Ayuk, for some reason, yes, he had drop issues in the preseason, but he's no. every can we talk about this? I heard that uh I didn't yeah, listen, bro. We got to talk. Wanna, about I didn't hear it. I heard well, about it. Before 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 we get to it, let me let me do this cuz I I got to do this and get this out. Not so much get it out the way, but this is something exciting for the faithful. Uh we're doing a giveaway. Uh right now the giveaway is on our Twitter page. Hopefully you guys can see this. If you guys are watching this right now, go full screen so you can see this and read this. Uh Nothing but Niners tweeted out NV Niners giveaway. We are giving away three beautiful collectors books celebrating 75 years of 49ers football. Beautiful. Your first opportunity to win is here on Twitter. How to enter. Number one, retweet this post. 
Number two, follow Nothing But Niners. And three, tag a friend. Winner will be announced 10-17. All right, so you guys got a little bit of time, uh, something to get us through the bye week, some giveaways, uh, and just in case you guys haven't seen the uh, – that's, that's it right there. Nice. All right, photographic history of the San Francisco 49ers, first 75 years. Uh, very, very special. And this is one of three giveaways. We're going to give away three of these things. So uh, you guys got to stay tuned. Um, we, we got a couple of ideas on, on how to give away the other two already. So make sure you got, we're going to do this one first. So make sure you guys are there. If you're, if you're not on Twitter, go create a Twitter page. All you got to do is do it. We'll do a random selection and uh, we'll announce the winner on October 17th. Okay. So make sure you guys go and check that out. All right. Um, so the comment. The comment, man. The comment. They said that John Lynch said, "Yo, go ahead." Yo, yo, he he said that Trey Lance, not Trey Lance, Brandon Ayuk got work to like you know he he pretty much got to step his game up. I, I'm I'm paraphrasing it, but that's what he yes. means. Mm-hmm. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what what what? What this guy, this guy is going out there and took on the road to return punts. They're legit. Listen, I'm gonna say this here, and this is an exclusive. They're legitimately turning Brandon Ayuk into Richie James. <laughs> Mic drop. Listen, man, I don't I don't know what else he needs to do. He made two phenomenal catches in that game. He had I think he, he did I think he needs more targets. No, Mike, he did something. He 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 did something that they don't want to come out to the public. But he has a baby. Like they treating this man like he uh he 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 did something. He you would think something. that he had to, right? Like how how else what what's the justification for, for he was your number ball? one last year? Debo couldn't stay healthy for nothing. And he was your guy. He held you down. Even when he was unhealthy, he was still the best wide receiver on the field. I watched Brandon Ayuk hurdle a whole cornerback and get into the end zone. There's no way that this guy shouldn't be on the field. He is a playmaker. That is what the 49ers are missing. He is a playmaker on the offense. And you got him running all kind of crazy cross, uh, quick slant. Rock. No! Get him the ball down the field. Get him the ball down the field. You're, you're, we are killing him, bro. Like his career is dying. I don't know if this is by design. I don't know what this is. I gotta tune it down. My throat hurt. I don't know if this is by design, but they're they're fading him, bro. And how many times have we seen Brandon Ayuk go down the field and win 50-50 balls? He just did you see the tight throw that Trey Lance threw to him inside of coverage? And I was like, oh shoot, that's picked. And he caught it. Bro, that was the other play that I was talking about. Is the that one... the play they called a penalty? No, we got the play. No. We got extra yards. We got extra yards. There was a penalty on it, and and he came down with it. They honored the play. The play stood. It's not a sophomore slump. It's not. It's not. He's he's doing this thing. Bro, he had another catch. I can't remember even what game it was where the ball was just super low. I didn't think there was a way that he could have caught that yeah, ball. That was in the preseason. That oh, was, was that pre- pre- Okay. Oh, it was pre- okay. Okay. That was in the preseason. 
So I, I, <laughs> oh, we've been asking for this. This is, this is silly. This going to be Chris though. This going to be super one-sided. Cause Chris got 800 billion hits. <laughs> KRS one is going to smoke big daddy King. And I respect, see the problem is that. I like big daddy though. I, I love big daddy King. This is not a knock on him. It's just the, it's. When you when you are as productive as King, as KRS One, he told me to calm down my nerves. I'm it's sorry, impossible yo. for him to not have a banger every single time. Oh my God! Step into oh that's, my that's God. Like, Are you kidding that's me? That's like 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 nine late nineties. Like that's that wasn't even like. The banger oh, from that wasn't even his era. Like that's on the downside of his career. That's what I'm saying. And I was on the downside. To this day, when that song comes on and I hear that, I get goosebumps. To so this when the bridge day. is over, I get goosebumps. So it's gonna be crazy. And then when he mixes in the self destruction crew, because you know, cats play records. They produce for other people and write for other. I do think, though, I got some bad news about this versus. I think it's going to be one of the lowest viewed. Yeah. I don't think that this plays into the Apple and Instagram era. This is I don't think people. I don't think these people know who these guys are. Hopefully, it does revitalize some of their stuff and they get more, uh, you know, notoriety from it because it's versus. Maybe the versus has a strong enough following to rejuvenate and revitalize some of their stuff, but. I, I, I don't think this is going to do good as far as numbers go. Right. I, I, I don't. But it's definitely going to be nostalgic. So if you're a hip-hop oh, fan. Yeah, if you're a hip-hop fan, you're going you're gonna to be there. And if plus they do fan. it now, Mike. They do it in the ring. You know what I'm saying? At the garden. So it's yeah. going to be big. Like New York, it's going to be packed. It's going to be the mecca of, of versus live. Yeah. But but yeah. as far as us tuning in watching, it might, it not, it might, not, yeah. it might not resonate with the, with the young crew. You know what? Maybe we should do a... Uh, a watch party on Patreon. Okay. Remember how we did that before for uh DMX? Yeah. <laughs> that was a fun one too, man. Oh man. But if we, we we could do it here on Patreon, maybe maybe we'll do something like that. Who said that? that? John Cat Cabell, this is old hip hop, bro. This is that's that's this is hip hop. This ain't rap. Right. This is no, hip hop. No, no, no. And and there is a difference. I promise you, there's a difference. Um, but back to Ayuk, I'm I'm so confused how Ayuk is not being utilized. I, I mean, it's discouraging. I, and then they, I, I said this on your show. This team does not know how to deal with certain types of players. They don't know how to motivate these young black men. I have never seen such negative reinforcement. Like, I, I just don't get it. I don't get Let me ask you a question. You ready? Yep. How many times have you heard Kyla John mention George Kittle's drops? Zero. I've never heard them, like, not play him either because of his drops. And in 20, like, was it 2019? He had mad drops. He led the team, didn't he? Or him and Debo, one it was it was the, it was them. They just don't do it. 
I, but I, I know don't... everybody's going to think this is a black and white thing, and, and, and that's not what he's alluding to. But what he's trying to say is they made George Kittle comfortable with him his drops, and they're signaling out Brandon Ayuk and kind of like sabotaging his career because he had drops in the preseason. That's why I'm saying this can't be that. Because Debo's getting drops, but he still gets his targets. So it can't yeah, be that, right, Mike? Right. It's got to right. be Brandon Ayuk missed curfew, skipped the practice, like like pissed on his floor. He did something. There was the one rumor that they said that he went in and tried to tell Kyle that Lance should be start. Like I, I, I didn't know. hear that. That that's what happened. That was no. That was I, I don't know that that's what. Oh, happened. that's I'm a rumor. That was a rumor said. Okay. And I okay. said that I didn't. I didn't agree with that. But they just don't critique those guys like that. They, like because they don't. I, and that's not fair to say that they don't know how, because it's not hard to critique men. But even all right. So think about Trent Taylor and all oh, the injuries he had. Right. All the how many times they, How many times did they threaten Trent Taylor at the podium? Get healthy or get cut. Like they never did. Jalen Hurd. And They've now never... I get it. Trent Taylor has done more at the podium. I mean, at, on the field than Jalen Hurd. I understand that. But those injuries were still injuries. They did it with Jarek McKinnon. They do it with Jalen Hurd. They do it for whatever reason. What if that's of... why Jalen? What if that's why Jarek McKinnon was like, F this? See, see, we, we love our organization, but we don't know half of the stuff that's going on. Just like I'm gonna keep it a buck. You would have never known John Gruden was would have said racial comments unless the emails came out. Because because Warren Sapp never spoke about it in public, like he kept it a secret. And who you know Warren Sapp because now he's coming out saying it. But that's how tight knit. You know what I'm saying? So. I don't expect our players to come out and throw our coaches under the bus. I don't think Kyle and John are like that. No, no, no. They're not not racist. Just just maybe some negative vibes. Maybe Kyle wants it his way or the highway. And you got young young African-Americans that might see it differently. You know what I'm saying? That might want to challenge a coach. Everybody not going to get down to lay down. This ain't state property. Some guys are going to be revolutionaries, the revolutionists. Like, that's just who we are. I kind of see Brandon Ayuk being that type of guy, and maybe it doesn't work with Kyle, and something happened. And so we're just, guys, we're just conspiring. We don't know any of this. All right? So don't don't take this out of context, because I know can't, people can't wait to, to, to lash oh, at yeah. me, but we're yeah. just saying that something doesn't add up, because there's right. no way your number one wide receiver last season – is not your number is your number three receiver this season. There's no way he fell off. Right. He don't even got to learn the plays. You just throw him the damn ball. I don't see right. CeeDee Lamb struggling. I don't see any of them rookies that came out Wait, the same year. That first was it the first game of the season for the Cowboys. CeeDee Lamb had like four drops in the first half. You know what they didn't do? Stop throwing him the ball. They let that young man work through his funk. And they put up Matt. Now they lost that game. <laughs> My bad. I didn't know that, Gus. Warren Sapp dealing with his own issues. Okay. I feel you. Yeah. But like they 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 let him work through that funk. You know what I'm saying? CD Lamb. And they kept feeding him the ball. They didn't say, oh, well, you're not getting in there. Or we're going to take some of your snaps or targets away because da 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 da. They let him work through it. And he had, he rebounded very well towards the end of the game. He made some understand. very big catches, some a touch. Like I'm just saying that 
the way that they do things on this team is a little different. Mike, you, would, you got Debo and Brandon Ayuk. You got your rookie quarterback. You're missing probably your best offensive piece. He's not playing. He's injured, right? You got running backs that you can utilize, but you feel like you're not going to utilize them. Who are you throwing the ball to, Mike? How are you not getting those guys involved? Why is it that Mike McDaniels is running out certain sets of wide receivers on the field? How is Travis Benjamin out there over Brandon Ayuk? How is that? How is that in any set? How is Brandon Ayuk not on? It's because they're trying to run two tight end sets with with one wide receiver, two running back. I mean, a running back, a fullback. It's like, and then enough pieces. So maybe when I say that we need to simplify things, maybe we should simplify some of these formations. Not the play calls out the formations, because when the smartest guy on your team, Mike, forgets to do a halfback toss, He's the smartest guy. He's smarter than your quarterback. According to doctrine and, and, and education, right? Like he, he's a he's in Harvard grad. They that's the only we never you really think Juice was supposed to toss that ball. That's what that Kyle said. Somebody effed up on that play. And then I forgot where I heard it, but somebody said Juice was supposed to do a halfback toss. I, I saw that and I I didn't get it because even if he was going to toss the ball, when they snapped the ball, Lance slid over as if it was going to come back to him. That's what that's the toss, dude. Oh, oh, he, oh so he was supposed to toss it to Lance. Yes. To oh. That's what I said. He would have had another rush attempt. Oh, okay. And he yeah. had the whole right side was like the Red Sea. Convoy and nothing, nothing but jerseys in front of him. But White blockers. Jerseys. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, so I, I that, don't know. If, if that was the play... That, but but Kyle did say in the presser, I cause, because we, Matt Mayoko asked him, he said, Kyle, you ran the same play against Green Bay. He was like, Yeah, but it wasn't supposed to be the same play. Like somebody messed up on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted I want to defend Kyle a little bit. I know I said that. Um, and I want to start with the holding penalties on the team. Okay. And I am going to defend the players, and in turn, it's going to be a defense of Kyle Shanahan. I can't put that all on Kyle or even the players. Um, Trenton Williams had two, two or three holding penalties this game, uh, but they Mike got called for two. The one play, it was both Mike and Trent. Both tackles got called for it. They declined Trent Williams. They accepted Mike McGlinchey. So that's going to go in the book against Mike. Um, you had uh, – it was just a lot of holding penalties, right? And that in particular. I don't think that's on Kyle. I think that's on this team adjusting to a running quarterback for the first time. That's fair. Right? And so do I think that they worked on that in this week of practice? Absolutely. 100%. I do think that they worked on it. I don't think that – I, I, we saw some of these holding plays. We we screamed at the, at the screen, like, "Come on, bro!" Like y'all being ticky tack, and then you turn around and you look at how they didn't call the holding in the end zone against Arizona. Mm-hmm. It kind of felt like we had a target on us. The nine game, yeah, it, it felt it felt unfair. It felt like the they were perfect. And then when they finally did call the holding on Kyler. Are the are the Cardinals? They said he wasn't in the end zone. They said he wasn't in, the, and we clearly saw him 
in the end zone. He was always it was a shotgun. He was always in the end zone. He was always in the end zone. Now, some people were saying that the hold has to occur in the end zone, but that's not the rule as far as I understand it. The rule is that he's got to be the quarterback. The ball has to be in the end zone for it to be a safety. Now, unless uh, the there was a rule. The, ru- the rule say? is that the hold, the, the rule is the holding has to happen in the end zone. doesn't matter where the quarterback is. The, the hold has to happen in the end zone that prevents the player from being able to make a tackle to get the safety. That's why it becomes a safety. So if the hold so if is inside. So if it's a holding downfield, like if, if the, if the, if it's a holding downfield, it doesn't matter that the quarterback's in the end zone. Correct. It has to, the hold has to occur in the end zone. I never heard that before in my life. Yeah, that's the rule. That's the way it's how, do, how, how do safeties occur then? Because it's rare that the offensive linemen are all the way backed up in the end zone. <laughs> you get know what I'm saying? What do you mean? How do, what do you mean? How do safeties occur? How do safeties from holding penalties occur? Because it's rare that the offensive linemen are in the end zone. Even even if they have the ball in the one yard line, the offensive linemen like it's it, that's a really tough way to get a safety from a hold, and we've seen it happen plenty of times. But I don't know. I mean, if that's the rule, then cool. That's the rule. It's just weird. I don't. I would. I would love to see that play again, and see that there was no who who they called the hold on. Do we know which player they called it on? They called him uh, whoever I, was going up against Eric Armstead. Nah, because Armstead was definitely in the end zone when he got held in. He was in the end zone. Right. For the sure. first play he did. The first play he did. But the the second play, they called it when he was at the one, and then he fell to the ground into the end zone. That's hmm. the one they called. So if he, got, if he fell the to the first, ground in the end zone, how wasn't it a safety? Because the hold occurred on the one yard line, and then his body momentum or the, carried him into the end zone as he fell. Yeah, Correct. I saw him. Get, I, the, I saw Armstead go down the end zone the, for sure. Yeah, Armstead fell into the end zone. Yes, but they never they never call holding on us though. That was wild. Well, but the, that, the play before the, the play before that, Armstead was completely held in the end zone, and they didn't by the power. And they didn't call it. Yeah. yeah so I want to like up on the shortcut. Yeah. That's one thing I want to shoot Kyle some bail on. Uh when when you when you look at this game is that the uh the the holding penalties against us, um, it's because the, the, the team was adjusting to a running quarterback and they can't block and look backwards to see where he is at the same time. That's something that you have to feel, and the feeling comes from yeah. what the defender is doing. If you feel the defender yeah, going inside or to your right, to your right, and all of a sudden they change and they go to the left, you got to learn that, hey, maybe I got to let go because now the quarterback's probably on that side. But it could also be a swim move. So it, it's tough back there, and I think that those guys just have to be careful with that. I, I, I'm not I'm not going to sit there and blame Kyle. You can have the team yeah, prepared I, and stuff like that. That's not fair. And that's what that, that night was that the reason that there's so many holes is because of the fact that it's a mobile quarterback. Once the mobile, once the quarterback starts maneuvering pocket, the knows which way to go. The offensive lineman doesn't. So once they change direction, they have to switch very fast, and that's why you're getting a lot of holding calls because they have to switch hands. 
but I mean, it's so funny because, like, we technically we we beat ourselves again. <laughs> That's kind of, if you look at it, it it, it kind of comes down to that. It, it kind of comes down to us. I mean, it goes back to like you said, execution offensively, with the the holding calls putting us in bad position, the drop passes, that one dime to Muhammad Sanu was. A third down play, the one to Debo that he dropped on third down play would have kept the drive going. Yeah, um, you know, it was just lack of execution and stacked offense, long penalties, and missed tackles on the defensive side. Like the Kyler Murray long run was a missed tackle. We had him in the backfield. Uh, Emmanuel Mosley dove and missed him on that one, um, and then he ends up getting how many ever yards? The the non. The uh, the the ball that um, DeAndre Hopkins made a great play on was the underthrow, um, where I think it was Jimmy Ward couldn't get back because he was trailing. He was he was right along with Hopkins, but then Hopkins stopped and came back to the football where he didn't have a play on. That was a play. Um, yeah, he he did a Tyreek Hill on. I think Jimmy Ward makes. Yeah, I think if that's if that Jimmy Ward makes a play on that, so. But there was there was a lot of uh, a lot of things. Like I said, man, there was there was plenty of opportunities for us to execute in, in that football game. That game was never out of hand for us. Um, it's just a matter of not being able to score points. This was our first time in the red zone, not scoring in the red zone. We were hundred percent before that day. We'll be losing. Yeah. We missed that. What are we? Twelve now. Twelve. We didn't score twice in the red zone. We took the field goal. Oh we're yeah. Ten of twelve. Yeah. I didn't hear your first part. It cut out. We yeah. were ten for ten. Yeah, we were we were ten for ten, but now we're ten for twelve. Yeah. So I just looked up so, the rule, so. and it says if the offense commits a penalty in the end zone. It's a safety. They don't. They don't mention where the where the right, ball is, right. at all. So there was no penalty in, in the, the end zone, end right? Zone. It doesn't have to be the ball. It's the if the hold is in the end zone. So the penalty is in the end zone. Then that's when you get safety. So the player has to be held in the end zone. It doesn't matter where the ball's at or the quarterback's at. I mean. Obviously, if the quarterback's outside the pocket or whatever, and it, it the rule is if you can't prevent if like Eric Arms said could have made that sack right and got the safety, but he was held to where he couldn't and he was in the end zone, then that's when you get the safety. If he's held outside the zone, you get the safety, you get the five penalty, and you back them up half the distance to the goal. Okay. So be on the half inch mark or whatever. Mm. It's awkward. Another game they let slip out of there. I was over here talking my ass off. My bad. Uh, Eric Armstead had a hell of a game. He was destructive. He was held the whole game. 
he was he was killing in there, man. I was I was very happy with Eric Armstead. Did, our defensive did, line had a good game, honestly. Yeah, our, our defensive line had a good game. Did D4 um, even play? Yeah, he was yeah. in there. He was the yeah. one. He was in that end zone that disrupted that pass that they didn't call the daggone holding on. He didn't. He didn't play a lot. I actually read an article with the snap count. Uh, I could tell you how many snaps he had. I think it was like eleven. Yeah, he didn't play a lot. No, it was only like eleven. Hold on, I'll tell you. I got it here. Hold on. Uh, 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 uh. I hate that. I just I was searching stuff on my computer and it's in my history on my phone. That's not you cool. Hate, you you hate that? Yeah. That's pretty cool, Mike. I I be turning off all that sync shit because <sighs> I was I, I was looking at it on my phone earlier. Uh, it was Matt Mayoko that tweeted it out earlier. I'm gonna find it. Hold on. I'm gonna find the tweet that had the snap count. They did a whole article on it. <laughs> if Trey and Jimmy out, we're gonna see. Oh, uh, I seen that. Kiana Martin tweeted that, didn't she? Tweeted what? I think he, the snap. Oh, it hurts. Did we talk about? Oh, here's the snap count. Here it is. Uh, special teams, defensive line, D four, yeah, eleven, eleven plays. D four took eleven snaps. Arden Key had nineteen. Maurice Hurst at twenty one. Uh, Ebukam had twenty two. Street had twenty five. Jones had twenty six. Kim Law thirty six. Bosa forty two. And Armstead forty two. And when I was looking at this, well, I said I got to shoot Kyle Shanahan some more bail. We killed him about not using. Ayuk enough and giving uh, Benjamin more snaps. Y'all not going to believe this. It says Ayuk, Ayuk had, had 46. Yeah, he had 46 yeah, offensive Ayuk. snaps out of 65, and Benjamin only had 15. Okay. yeah. That's why I Ayuk said I had to come had, in here and shoot him some bail. He had more snaps, but he didn't get any tar- – he had less targets. Tar- right. That's why people didn't think that he was on the field that much. Like, You're so plugged in. And that, and that's what I was saying. Like we gotta, I, I, I'm not coming here absolving Kyle because I still think a lot of this is his fault. I think us having this two and three record is Kyle's fault. I'm not blaming the quarterbacks, including Jimmy. I'm not blaming the quarterbacks. Uh, this offense has to, has to help this defense. I said that to you guys. So this is year five. We got all of our offensive weapons here except one guy. Or this game, we had two of them out. But it was just Moster that was missing, and regardless of which quarterback they decide to go with, this offense should be scoring more than seven points in the first half every single week. And this week it was none. It's not acceptable, uh, Kyle. This is your side of the ball, bro. Especially yours. I know you're the head coach now. This is your side of the ball still. You have yeah. to help your defense. This defense would be top five if we put up more points uh, in the game. Absolutely, they'll get off the field more. Like <laughs> they'll have more time to rest. You can see more D four. You can see more of these guys. I didn't. I didn't like not getting the field goal after our ninety plus yard drive there. Kyle said that he thought that was a momentum changer in the game and he wanted to go for it. And I understand all that, but reward your team that just marched all the way down the field with some points and make the game closer. We passed up on two or three field goal opportunities in this game to go for it on fourth down instead. It didn't make any sense to me. Even if it's just two, that's six points. 
that's six points. Like you, yeah. you gotta, you gotta do that, man. We gotta. Kyle's gotta step it up some. So I'm not absolving him. I just wanted to shoot him a little bit of bail on a couple of things there. Uh, he did use Ayuk, but I don't understand what they're saying about Ayuk needs to get better and he's gotta earn it. And yeah, that's what John Lynch is saying. That's this shit is just weird, bro. It's weird. It is weird to me. I don't get it. I don't get it. So, you know, it is what it is. It, but it's it's weird. I'll what tell you what, weird. though, man. Through these first five games, particularly the last two games, um, I got to give props to D'Amico Ryan's man. Like, we have never been able to stop mobile quarterbacks. And we've done a very, very good job with Russell Wilson and Kyler Murray. Um, the game plan on the defensive side of the football, being able to stop mobile quarterbacks, has been the best I've seen it in in a few years. So, Hands down, brother. Yeah, I mean, I got to I got to give props to D'Amico there and the players for execution as well. D'Amico, but, the players, and Trey Lance. I one hundred percent believe Trey Lance has a lot to do with that. Oh yeah, yeah. From using him as scout team, yeah, absolutely. Yes, sir. But yes, sir. You can, but that's the thing. You can always set a guy, like you know, with Trey Lance, like they we said they said before, Richie James would play, but Richie James would only come in on the RPOs, and CJ Beathard would stay in on the pass plays. So you knew when an RPO type play was coming. With Trey Lance, that's where it benefits you, is you don't know where it's coming. But mm-hmm. it's also the players being disciplined and staying where they're supposed to stay and executing in that way to where they're not biting as much. Um, That's something that, that's something that, you know, I don't want to say this, but Dre Greenlaw was really bad at too. Like he, he would bite hard. Aziz Alshair is playing pretty damn well of containment. So it's crazy though. They, they, they're calling, uh, they said that Trey Lance had two sacks, but I have a question for you guys. Or got sacked twice, I'm sorry. If he runs the ball and doesn't go forward, is that considered a sack? Yeah. So he really didn't get sacked twice. Because one of them was a fourth and one or two that he didn't get, remember? Yeah, but if that he was... didn't gain no yards, it's considered a sack. Right, that's what I'm saying. So it, it, they were credited with two sacks that game. So that means that they really didn't sack him twice. Mm. One of them was just a failed run, a rush attempt. Hmm. I felt like sure I watched the same thing with Kyler Murray, too. Like, he got sacked more. But because he attempted the run, they didn't call it a sack. Um, Let me see what we call, let me see what we got yeah, for total sacks. Because I thought, I thought Bosa got him twice. Bosa got him twice, but he only got credited for one sack that game, right? He only got five sacks. Well, I don't think – wasn't one of Bosa's, like, back at the line of scrimmage? It was was behind the line, but I thought it was because it was a run. They didn't call it – you know what I mean? I don't know. Like, it was like a designed run opposed to a pass attempt. So, if it's a designed run, that's not a sack. That's a run for a loss. Maybe. Maybe. I'm not sure. I'm not, honestly, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Because I think if they get back to the line of scrimmage, it's not considered a sack. It's a it's a run play for no gain. Okay. That that makes sense. Right. 
But I'm talking about if it's a design run and they get tackled and it's the quarterback, it's not a sack, it's a tackle for a loss. But we just said the opposite for Lance. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Don't I don't know. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I thought I thought Lance was tackled in the backfield though, like on different plays. I thought he was sacked twice back there. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I know there was one of them that was a big sack. He he did get one for like four or five yards back there. So then there was one that was like he took the he took there was a one where he tried to maneuver and got sacked, and then there was one where he got the snap and went to go hand it off and kept it and got sacked again instead. Where he tried mm. to roll, like he spun out, and then JJ Watt hit him. He he faked the handoff and then tried to roll out real quick and got yeah right yeah there. yeah yeah that was a sack though. Well, the two sacks that they were accredited for, uh, one was by Zach Allen, and then the other one was split between uh, Vallejo and Simmons. It wasn't it wasn't JJ Watt. He didn't get credit for any sacks. Maybe, or maybe sacks. that's who it was, Zach Allen, that he went into. Oh, the other guy. That kid had a big ass game though. He really? did, yo, and I got tired of seeing him do his, the shit. his stupid I dance. Smack the shit out of my TV with his fucking stupid dance. I like that, man. I was, I was like, check you out, young man. Like, All right. Nah, bro, that shit was stupid. <laughs> oh man, I can't. I can't. All right, guys. Well, listen, we're not gonna we're not gonna drag this thing out here, man. Do you guys have any other thoughts? I tell you what, let's do this. It's the bye week here. Uh, grade so far through the season. Let's grade the offense. Let's grade the defense, and then let's grade the special teams. And uh, we'll we'll do a little bit more in depth later on, uh, but not not right now. Let's let's grade let's grade the uh, three stages of the football. Um, I mean the offense. I'm gonna give like a D plus, C minus. Like it's it's just not consistent enough for me. Um, not when you're supposed to have this high-powered guy. Not when you're supposed to have these weapons, and we're not seeing the weapons get utilized. And a, and a lot of that could be quarterback play, but Kyle's supposed to be somebody that can get anybody to do anything. And I watched him get Jimmy Garoppolo from New England and get him to win a go on a five-game winning streak. And so if Kyle calls the right place, the offense could be better. So I'm going to go with a D plus. Um, as far as the um, the defense, I'm going to give a B plus. Um, I, I understand that they give up some big plays, but the defense is resilient, man. And they bend and they don't break. Like that's the one montage that Robert Sala has passed on to, uh, D'Amico Ryan. You'll see a big play. You'll see a bad penalty call. Like you'll see the, the, the pass interference on Josh Norman and the teams don't still don't get in the end zone. You'll see a holding right on the next play and the team still don't get an end zone. They're a bend don't break team. Um, so D plus for the, O. B plus for the um for the offense. I'm gonna give special teams. I, I, I'm gonna give special teams an A. Minus those two bad Trenton Cannon thingamajiggies. This special teams gets down there on kickoff. They get down there on the punt. I mean, guys aren't getting yardage, and that's big. On top of that, your boy Mitch Wish is kicking the joints inside the twenty, and they getting the ball. Like and we, we you know bad field position. So I really like what what the special teams is doing this year. Uh shout out to Hightower. He he's definitely doing his thing. 
I like it. Nick, what do you think, man? Offense, I'm going any non-existent. That motherfucker's get an F. They get an F. That offense is non-existent. That offense has not showed up since week one. And that was against a poor Detroit Lions defense. So, I'm giving them an F there. Um, I'm going to give them special teams. I'm going to give them an A minus. The only reason I'm giving them an A minus is due to the fact that we have had some fumbles and turnovers on special teams with Trent and Cannon. But like you said, Wayne, Mitch Wisnowski is what puts that up to an A. Like that A minus because he's yeah. just booting the hell out of the ball. Um, field goals. I mean, I don't know. They're kind of non-existent too. So I don't we know. Don't, what we that, don't but, attempt uh, them. <laughs> yeah, we don't attempt them, and we don't have a, a kicker, right? So well, I mean, we have a kicker now, but um, uh, defensively, um, I'm gonna go with a B. And the only reason I'm gonna go with B is, I know you guys hate me for this shit, man, but I was on it last year, but. Uh, Fred Warner is not playing as good football as he should. I don't think he is. I don't know. He's not playing at that all pro level. Not that he's not playing bad, but I just don't think he's playing at that all pro level that he was playing at last year. Um, I think he's digressed a little bit. And you know that before he got paid, I said, Fred Warner was missing tackles. He ended up taking that to another level, making a difference. I just don't think that I see that out of him right now. Um, and that's not every single game, but it's not – I don't see him playing at that high level. But as far as defensive play calling, um, if D'Amico Ryans didn't stop the run he like he did with Russell Wilson and Kyler Murray – or change to where he wasn't disguising his coverages, I probably would have went a little lower. Uh, but they're definitely – D'Amico Ryans is definitely a bright side of this defense um, as well as this team. So that's everything, right? Offense, defense, special teams. Is that everything? Coaching? So, yeah. So, yeah. No, no we, didn't, we're not, we didn't do coaching yet. Cause I think that should be separate. I think coaching should be yeah. separate. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give the offense – I'm going to give the offense a D uh, for for all the obvious reasons. I know they did the quarterback switch and stuff like that, but the first halves are just killing us. They're, they're making the games be over before they start. Uh, and it's just it's, it's just not fun. It's not good. Um, we got to do more. You know, and it's not about total points. It's all the different possessions we have that we walk away with no points. That's not – it's just not good. It's not good. Now, I understand the one game where we didn't have a kicker, right? So you got to go for it on more fourth downs and stuff like that, right? But last week wasn't good. Uh, and we haven't played a defense that is that kind of defense that can hold us out of the end zone. We haven't played those top, top-tier top defenses yet. We haven't. And I, you look at our schedule, we don't have a lot of top-tier defenses on there. But I don't have any confidence that we can go in there and put up, you know, 10, 14, 17 points in the first half until I start seeing something better. So the offense, I'm going to give them a D. Uh, the defense, 
I'm actually going to give them a C, even though they're, I think they uh, deserve higher. I think the offense is kind of demoralizing the defense when you see those guys out there playing as hard as they are. Um, the offense not getting you anything in return. I think you start to – you're human. You see, and it's like, oh, my God. And then the other thing that I'm not, I'm holding against the defense is the lack of turnovers. I, wh- where are they? We got one last game, and I think we had one week one, right? But force some fumbles. Even if you don't recover them, force some fumbles. You know what I mean? Get your hands on some balls. Where are the interceptions at? Like, we got the one. It's, it's just – it's not enough. Well, I want to see – Go ahead. It's the way we, it's the type of defense we're playing, though. Yeah, like, are we not watching the same games? They're playing off covers, doing a lot of underneath routes. Like, those aren't those aren't pickable passes. Like, those yeah, those are like you you can still get the you can still get the fumbles. A, a guy that everybody hates on this team that says shouldn't be here forced a fumble and recovered it. Fred Warner's not punching at balls like he used to. And if he is, they're not coming <laughs> out. Yeah, the guys I mean, I mean how many freaking ball, turnovers like, did we have last year total? Like, like I, I like it's it's a not a high, it's not going to be a high number just because you see it. It just means the ball ain't coming out. That doesn't mean they're not out there trying. Like I like I don't I don't get that. Like it's just I don't know. That's how I see it. We went. Dante Johnson we got his like hand on the ball. Dante Johnson got his hand on the ball and it came out. But that doesn't mean guys aren't trying to get their hands on the ball or punching on balls or. Or whatever, who knows? Uh, I just don't think we never was an interception team, and then we we lose cornerbacks. We we lose our main last guy. Year, last year we had we had twelve interceptions last year, mm-hmm. and uh, fumbles we forced thirteen. And look at go look at 2018 to 2019 comparison. We were like plus two. If that, I don't even think well, we were plus the, two. The, the plus minus in the in for this exercise that we're doing where we're rating them individually, the plus minus isn't fair because if your offense turned over the ball 10 times and you get nine turnovers, yeah, yeah, you're only no, plus I know one. That. I'm just saying, I was saying, look at the difference between seven, 18 and 19 and how much we went up between 18 to 20. Like we went up drastically on turnovers. 2018, we had how many interceptions here? 12. Like seven. 12 interceptions in 2018. And, 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 and can, can you find out like who was getting those interceptions? I mean, I yeah. know Fred, I mean, I don't care about 2018, like 2019. Yeah, Fred Warner had, had one. Drake Greenlaw had one. Richard Sherman had three. Uh, Shark had two. None Manuel of these guys Mosley. are playing, too, by the way. Just one, two, right. except for Fred. Manuel Mosley had one. He just Nick started Bosa. playing. Nick Bosa had one. Because he had tipped that ball off the line. Yep. He dropped, no, he dropped back in coverage and was able to get it. Yep. Alexander had one. Spoon had here. one. Not here. Uh, Mark Nazalcha had one. Not here. That's it. So that's the 12. All right. And, and that's 20 what? This is 2019. That was yep. 2019. And then forced fumbles, we had a total of 23 again. So Fred Warner had three. Actually, I could just sort so I don't have to, like, scroll. Uh, Shark forced four. Marcel Harris forced three. Fred Warner forced three. 
<laughs> Armstead Force Two, Buckner Force Two, uh, D Ford Force Two. Ro- what? What? Wait, how, Ro- that can't be twenty twenty. No, oh, I meant twenty nineteen. Um, twenty eighteen. Cause you said oh, Buckner. Okay, I was gonna say. I know this is 2019. Yeah, Buckner was there in 2019. Oh, 2019. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it says Ross Dwelly yeah, had one. Cool, yeah. How did Ross Dwelly have a forced fumble? Because maybe they got the ball. Well, maybe, and he maybe an interception and then he he smashed yeah. it out. Yeah, um, I think I remember that. I think I remember that play. I think they intercepted it and he fumbled, forced the fumble on the tackle. Right. How many of those did we recover? He likes D- uh, DJ Reed had one. Nick Bosa had one. Alexander had one. Tart had one. Jones had one, and Demontre Moore had one. Uh, as far as recovered, we recovered 15 of those 23 in 2019. <coughs> but this year, it's just there's nothing. There's nothing in these stat lines. Uh, defense, forced fumbles. So we've we've had one, two, three, four, five forced fumbles this year, which is a surprise to me. That's one each game. Okay. Uh, Josh Norman forced one. Nick Bosa forced one. DJ Jones forced one. D Ford forced one and Dante Johnson forced one. Um, how many did we recover? One, yeah, one. The Dante Johnson one, yeah, yeah. And guys, it's a, it's a young season, yo. Like, so I didn't ask you to go back and tell me how many happened in week one, week two, week three. How many, okay, fuck, bump it. How many happened in up until week five? How many interceptions did we have week five in 2020? And that's the only year I care about because none of the other years matter. Oh, so you only want 2020. I didn't do I didn't do the numbers for 2020 yet. All right, so 2020. We got well, a total I'm saying of, that because those are the guys we still probably have on this team. Yeah. So 2020, we had 13 forced fumbles and we recovered eight. And by week it, five? No, no, I'm looking at the whole right. I'll, by week five, how many did we have? I don't think this is going to give me the week by week breakdown oh, okay. on, this, on this site. I mean, I mean, let me see. They might have it. So then it's kind of like hard to, you know. Yeah, this one doesn't have it. I think Pro Football Reference does a breakdown. Um, I think, yeah, I think Pro Football Reference does. It. I'm on ESPN right now looking this up. So, but yeah, man. I mean, I know, I know that. Well, 2020 is different. 2020. I was going to say 2019 because I know. We had what, like two interceptions that first week. We had two pick sixes in week one, 2019 against Tampa. And then we, and none of those cornerbacks on this team. Right. Right. It's, it's a different team, y'all. Like, so, like, I get it. We want to see these, these turnovers, but different defense, different team, different scheme. Yeah. Like, and that's why I said coaching is different because we have to, like, the coaches decide to let these players not come back. You know what I, I mean? I, I do. I do know what you mean. And, you know, if we're, if we're grading the coaches, like like Kyle's going to get the worst grade of all the coaches, in my opinion, because Kyle's doing his job so poorly that it's affecting the defense, in my opinion. It's causing the defense to flutter out towards the end of the games. Yeah. It's it's just, you know, so it's it's weird. If, if we were to grade the coaches, it's different. Um, and then my special teams grade, I'm going to give them – C plus to B minus area. Um, and that's the, the, the punting. I, I like what Breezy said. We're, we're getting them definitely inside the 20. We're getting some inside the 10. He's, he's doing, Mitch is doing this kick this year. I don't know if it's a new type of kick, 
but the ball is bouncing inside the five and not going mm-hmm. right into the end zone, giving mm-hmm. the 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 gunners an opportunity to down it inside the five. That's new. That's a step up for him. Um, last game, I don't think they had the opportunity to return any kickoffs because they're booting them out the end zone. But that was with Sly. He's got that monster leg. So him and Wisnowski always bang him out on kickoffs. Um, and the reason why – see, this goes to the coaching also. So maybe I shouldn't hold that against the players, but I don't like how they're inconsistent with the return guys. I thought Cannon was a spark. I understand he had that one, the, the two bad plays, but only one of them was a bad return. You st- you stop him for that? Like this team is doing shit. Like they're they're acting like these guys have to be perfect or they lose their job, and that's not football. Not all the guys. Yeah, 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 and so. It's just weird. I I don't I don't understand it. I don't get it, and that's why if we if we go through and, and we we do this for the coaching, their grades going to be, in my opinion, worse than what the overall grades are for their for their units. Yeah, because I don't think Trent Cannon deserved to lose his return duties. He was the most electric return man we had in a long time. They're like, yeah, nah, you you fumbled once. That's it for you. Technically, he fumbled twice on the same play. <laughs> yeah yeah so you know it's it's just weird it's weird for me you know what i'm saying uh the way that the, these rotations and the, the players that are being targeted i got a first round receiver and a second round receiver and i'm using muhammad sanu more than more than the, the first round guy it's it, it's it's weird weird shit to me and i'm not gonna sit here and like i told you guys i was coming here to shoot kyle a little bit of bail not that much bail like <laughs> our brains though yeah no nah, I, I, I can't i can't do that uh j dog yeah, you can read that nick yeah i can read that what's it say <laughs> make them glasses is too cool says travis benjamin has four punts touchdowns what the f four punt tds you talk about returns in his career, yeah. yeah, but he's not the same Travis Benjamin, yo. Like, so you gotta remember, we getting these players on discount double checks, man. Like, we getting them in the AARP phase in their life. Um, but again, that reflects on the coach, right? The coach picks these players, and I don't know. It's look, guys, we have a bye Why week. Does everybody say, can can I see? Yes, I can see. Because the glasses are covered on our side, right? So we're looking at the San Francisco part, and so we're trying to th- we're trying to say, can you see through yeah. those lenses? I mean, we sh- we sure you can see, but it looks funky, right? It doesn't it doesn't look clear to us? Look like you see. Yeah, like- funky it, one no, time. It looks, cl- it looks it looks clear. Well, okay. There's no. That's why they, I'm just saying that's yeah. why they asked me though. But yeah, so I mean, you know, it is what it is, guys. Uh, bye week is here. We're going to bring you guys some bonus content, some good stuff. Make sure you guys are um, are locked in everywhere. The 49er, uh, nothing but Niners are. Uh, we have the Patreon account also for you guys who want to stop by over there. That is patreon.com slash NB Niners. Uh, I'm going to be putting up some new content over there tomorrow. So uh, make sure you guys get on over there. Check us out. Uh, we gave you guys a bonus uh, for the for the lower tier. Uh, we only do the games. But um, we even I, I snuck one in there 
uh, Eric Crocker and I did a, a 1 a.m. video uh, following the overreaction show. Um, we did. Eric tweeted, yo, I, this guy, he's like Twitter God. I don't understand what he said. He tweeted, he quote tweeted Brian Baldinger's thing. And then he said something. And then at the end of it, he was like, 49ers, Mike, you might have been on to something with your theory or your conspiracy, whatever he said. And I gained like 20 followers. I hadn't tweeted all day long. Mm-hmm. I opened up Twitter and my notifications were going crazy. And I'm like, what the hell did he say? And then people were like, well, what'd you say? What was the theory? And this is where I got conflicted. As bad as I wanted to answer the question, that was on Patreon. Like, people paid for that. So I can't give away the goodies that people paid to get. I can't just tell you what it was, right? Am I wrong for that? Like, you guys tell me. No, because you already have people, you know what I'm saying? Just tell them, just, just hey, go check out the Patreon account. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but that's it. I don't have anything else for you guys tonight, man. What's uh let's do final thoughts and then let's go home, man. I gotta I'm go jump in the shower and blast some music and wake everybody up in my house. Step into a oh, you know I gotta go play that now. Final thoughts, man. This this team this team needs to find its identity. Kyle Shanahan Shanahan needs to look in the mirror this by week, figure it out, find the identity of this team, move forward, uh, start Trey Lance, and start. yeah, I mean that's pretty much what's missing. This don't you think we need to change our identity? I think we have a, I think we have a pretty defined identity right now. No, we don't. What inconsistency? The offenses. I, the offense has been consistent as shit. Nothing in the first yeah, half. Consistently horrible. Yes, so but that that is an identity, you know. Like when we when we sit there and we look at can the Niners win this game, we say yeah, that's a bad team, right? That's what people are doing to us. That's our identity right now. Our identity is a bad team. We got to change our identity. Right, but I, what I mean is you have to find the identity of what you're going to do to to make your offense function. Like you have to find what you need, what players you need in there, what, uh, what play calling type stuff you got to utilize. Put your players back in in position for success. I don't think we have our players in for success right now. Obviously, with Jimmy Garoppolo starting as well. So I don't know. Yeah, but I, I anyway, we came into this season thinking the offense was going to carry the defense, and right now it's the other way around. Right, right. We got a first-time defensive coordinator. We got a first-time defensive coordinator. We got Kyle Shanahan and a healthy team with two quarterbacks at his disposal. We definitely thought it was going to be the other way around. I'm with you. I'm I'm, I'm right there with you, bro. Yeah, so. Well, I I mean, to, to piggyback off of what Nick is saying, I mean, it starts with Kyle Shanahan, though. So Kyle's got to find himself, and 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 him being the head, that's the only way that this team is going to be able to be all in. And then he's got to find a way to, like he's got to Kyle's got to make a decision, and Kyle's got to tell his player they need to sit down and have a conversation. And whatever the decision is, they need to rock with it. But he can't keep you know shifting the decision. Like either do one or do the other. And I think. He'll get his players back. I, I think Kyle's losing a little bit of his locker room personally. Um, 
the team is not in 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 turmoil yet, but I guarantee you, if they lose a couple of more games in a row, then you're gonna start seeing some stuff, and some stuff gonna start coming out. I, I like I guarantee it. So Kyle needs to take this break and find himself in order to find his team. And so if he does that, I guarantee you the 49ers are going to win streak. They'll start turning it around. They'll start playing for one another. Because I can tell you right now, you don't want the defensive. We've seen defenses not talk to offenses, Mike. Let's not act like we've never seen that before in our lives. Those guys don't get along. There's times where they won't get along. They won't have conversation. We don't want that in San Francisco, right? We don't want that. Right, so we want this. We want the defense to pick up the offense, and the offense to pick up the defense. But it starts with the coach, and then it starts with him getting his coaches in line. And then it starts with them getting their players in line. And so, if Kyle's going to be that guy, he's a young guy. If Kyle's going to be that dude, he needs to connect to his players, man. He needs to get back to the basics, and I think that's what it is. I think he's far away from the basics, and and sometimes you got to hit Mike the reset button. There it is. I like that. Wonderful call back there. Um, here are my final thoughts for this evening and uh, going forward, guys. Uh, New England Patriots, Pittsburgh Steelers, Kansas City Chiefs, Philadelphia Eagles, Washington, Minnesota Vikings, Atlanta Falcons, Seattle Seahawks, and San Francisco 49ers. They're all two and three teams. And I'm willing to bet you, I'm willing to bet you that three of those teams that I just named make the postseason. Can we be one of them? That's the, the question. The Niners, the Vikings, and Kansas City Chiefs. I don't know. The Chiefs, yeah. Kansas City Chiefs. I'm willing to bet you three of those teams make the postseason. Um, you know, but we got to lock in, guys. You 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 look at the well, maybe not the Seahawks because I forgot they lost Russell Wilson for a while. I forgot about that. He'll be back when we play when he plays us. Oh, for sure. That that's like a given. That's a God given thing. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't get those kind of breaks. <laughs> no. You know he what I'm saying? Back that? in seven weeks, he'll be back for us. If not, it's eight weeks. So he won't be back. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So we 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 have a chance to do something special here. We can make a hell of a run. Um. I've. You know, I heard Kyle Shanahan say something at the podium that I thought was a little out of character to him. Uh, and maybe it was a good thing. And it speaks to maybe maybe his level of arrogance, maybe his level of confidence, and maybe he's realizing some of the wrongs that he's done. He said that this team could easily be 5-0. and And I didn't see that at all in two of these games. Two of these games, I did not see us being easily, and I'm saying two of our losses, being easily five and oh see that that's when that's when it comes down to how basically saying that if his team executes I, i'm not i'm not quite sure it's about execution i'm telling you that's what is that the Kyle thing is execution and so yeah he's failing but he feels like his players are failing him so just change so so change up the test <laughs> right okay or, or change the way you teach Let's, right. Let's let this. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a little bit more pushback on that because he right, can't. Well, I'm gonna. I gave my final thoughts. I'm gonna take a shower and get ready for bed because I gotta be up early. So 
Good night. Love I love you, both of y'all. I already gave my final thoughts. I will see you. Mike, give me a shout tomorrow, and I will see the rest of you tomorrow. Yes, sir. All right. Peace out. See you guys. Uh, my pushback on that, though, Wayne, is Kyle can't change the execution. No, he can't. Right. And but so he can draw. He can. So, all right. It's such a hard thing. This is why one minute I hate Kyle and the, and the initial reaction. And then when I go back, I got to think how Kyle thinks because I'm a teacher. I'm an educator. And so I got to be like, damn, what do I need to do? If my students aren't getting it, it ain't just because they're dumb. But if they are, then I'm failing them. Because I got to figure out a way to get on their level for them to comprehend Debate like what I, what it is I'm trying to get them to understand. It's not so, your job to go in there and just read from the book. It's your and, job to get them to understand and, and retain. That's my. I I hate to allude to that, but that's what I mean. Like you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And so like for Kyle, he might just have to go back to the basics and say, bump all this, motion this, motion that whatever whatever we can get back to that let's go back to this this and this and let's master this and i guarantee you i don't watch a bunch of complicated stuff when we watch other teams play football it'd be simple concepts and it'd be working and it works against us and so (laughs) why can't we do some of the same stuff mike well and that's and that's why i was actually encouraged by his comment even though i disagreed with it okay i disagreed with him saying we should we could easily be five and oh but right? we can I, think about it i know well hear me out i disagreed with him because i didn't see that i don't think we were ever competitive in that green bay game and we but we we finished competitive my so sometimes mike the race isn't about how you start is how you finish 100 and they finished on a competitive level they started slow <laughs> that, this is this is what's getting to my point. This is oh, my bad. Why, no, no, you you right there, bro. You right there. All right, I'm gonna re, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna relate this to one of my favorite Olympic events, and that is the uh, the relay races. Okay. You watch Jamaica, right? They start hot. It gets a little rough in the middle, but when they get down to those last two runners, it is a big difference. And they hit the gas. Those men, the four, the four, four by, you know what I'm talking about. Right. And so I think that's what Kyle's doing here. I think that we started strong. No, we started real strong. That first game. Oh, yeah. 30 plus points. Oh, shit. We onto something here. Right. Right. Because remember, I asked for 30 plus a year. Remember at the beginning Uh of the season? We started there. We took our foot off the gas because he said he admitted we got a little afraid by the injury. And then all of a sudden we hit this little rough patch. Right. And you go back and you, I, I, am I allowed to show the relay race on here? I don't, I don't know. I don't want to get. I, I don't not if it's televised. Not if it's a televised. Yeah, copy. it's a televised copy. Okay, so I won't do that. But you watch Jamaica and they blow people out in those relay races, but they don't start that way. That tells me that there's a plan. You know what the anchor is? Yes. That's 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 the finisher. That's the guy that finishes the strongest, right? Like that's that's your last leg of the race. Is your best leg of the race. Some teams start with that. Some teams finish with that. Some teams put them back to back. It depends on how they want to do it. Okay. And so I think Kyle is here. 
I think this is his crossroads. For him to say that means to me that in his mind, there's a plan in place. I don't see that plan. I've been talking about this for the last couple of weeks and being able to identify genius versus crazy. And the only difference, I'll say it again, is being able to get people to understand what your message is. A crazy person can't explain and get people to understand from their perspective. A genius has the ability to get people to understand them. That's it. People thought Albert Einstein was insane until he starts to prove what he's talking about. And so I thought Kyle was insane when he said that. He still has time to prove me right. We got a lot of season ahead of us, guys. All right? We, we are sitting here at two and three. Kyle felt like we should be five and oh. And that tells me that he's got something left in the chamber. There's the plan. I don't know what the plan is. He's going to explain it to all of us. And we could, we we don't know. In five weeks from now, we could be sitting here at, at six and three, starting our run. We have no idea how this is going to go. But there's a chance. And if Kyle thinks that we should easily be doing something, that means that, like you said, the players weren't executing, but there's still something left in that chamber. There's still something left in that chamber. And so we got to be a little bit patient here, guys. This fan base is passionate. I came on, and I can't tell you how many times I have bashed this fan base for being crybabies and uh, extremists and all that. But that's passion because we expect and we want better. I think there's a chance that we can get that better. I think there's a chance that Kyle has a plan. I think. I hope. Maybe, maybe it's just me hoping. Maybe it's just me hoping that Kyle can do better. But I tell you what, I'm going to be locked in. We got 12 more games, and I'm going to be sitting on the edge of my seat watching every single one of them. Absolutely. Every single one of them. So you guys make sure you join us and and, and sit here and you watch them with us, all right? Uh, We're going to continue to cover all of it. Good, bad, ugly, indifferent, everything. Everything. We're going to continue to cover it. We want you guys to stay faithful, and I don't think that's a problem. I haven't seen anybody say, uh, fire Kyle Shanahan or "I'm, I'm switching teams. It's file Kyle Shanahan. That's cool. That's passion. But these guys are truly faithful. So shout out to the fans. I've been giving you guys a hard time. I've been giving Kyle a hard time. But again, I said I was going to be laid back this show. And that's that's what I'm doing. I'm laid back and I'm going to relax. I said I watched that game and I said I had no expectations. And how many times during that game were you and Tony pissed? And I was sitting here like, it's all right, guys. Like it's it's okay. I think I was. I, getting know, I gotta go back and watch the tape. I gotta go back and watch it on Witcher Cover because there was times you got mad a couple of times. You was like, Towards "What the, the fuck was that? What yeah. the fuck?" But that's Towards, your passion, bro. That's yeah, your passion. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm still a Niners fan, but you know, I had no expectations. But I saw a lot of positive things there, and that was from players, including Trey Lance, not just Trey Lance. I saw other players doing some positive stuff, some great catches by Brandon Ayuk. If I think Brandon Ayuk, you heard what uh, uh, Lynch said, or we, we read what Lynch said. I think Brandon Ayuk earned some stripes this last game. He, I think he's putting himself back in there in that, in that mix to be the top guy or one of the top guys, not just a guy. Just and give so him looking, some more targets, yo. That's right, and this could, be, this could be part of the plan. So I'm going to sit back and I'm going to watch it. And to the Patreonians, uh, you guys out there, I'm going to put a poll up. And I need all of you guys to vote. I believe we have over 40 people on Patreon right now. Um, We have a bye week this week, but that doesn't mean that you guys don't get to see us. I want you guys to pick a game. 
If there's a game that you guys want us to do and cover, we'll do that. All right? We'll just sit there and we'll watch the game with y'all. I'm a football fan. I can watch a regular-ass football game. We can sit there and we can just watch uh, Red Zone if y'all want to do that and watch them all together. Uh, you guys let us know. I'm going to put I'm gonna put it in there, um, and you guys know to leave comments under the post uh, because obviously I can't fill it out. Actually, maybe I can. I don't think it limits you on which games you want to see uh, for the polls. I don't think it limits how many answers you can do like Twitter does. So uh, we'll put the poll in there, and uh, if, if no one else can join, I know it's a bye week and a lot of people make plans to spend time with their family. Uh, you'll get my ugly mug at least. And uh, I'll be in there. So uh, that's going to do it for us tonight, man. Uh, Breezy, I know I was saying some stuff and stuff was popping in your head. I could see you thinking. Was there anything else you wanted to say before we go? Nah, I'm good. But just tune in tomorrow to Nitty Gritty Niners, man, on that Wayne Breezy channel, man. Oh, if you're man. not already subscribed, please do so. We're going to be going live tomorrow. And we're doing a show for the fans. So you guys are welcome to be on the show at any given time. Yeah. 8 p.m. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Guys, if Peachy's drinking, just be careful of what y'all say. <laughs> That girl has she been, will cut she will cut you. That's bro, the rule. She been on one. I y'all I y'all got a a, a revitalized fan in me. Peachy turned up this year, bro. She 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 is bringing it, man. And she sit there just calm and patient, wait her turn. Yeah. She just sit there. She read the contributions. She sit back. She be do you be, you know y'all got y'all assignments there. She be on her stuff and she be like, okay, well we are gonna say this, but we are gonna get this contribution first, and then when it's her turn. Oh man, and then my guy Moe's. Oh man, y'all y'all bringing it over there, man. I like it. I like appreciate it, man. It, I like it a lot. So y'all keep it up. Get on over there, the nitty gritty guys. Uh, we appreciate you, faithful. All right, thank y'all for checking us out. Uh, and we about to go home, man. Prepare for glory. Anticipate pain, but always remain faithful, y'all. We out of here. Peace. We all gas, no brakes, pumped up. No fakes, we spinning, we winning, we high stakes We never miss, we all makes Look at us dudes trying to prove Bringing you news with nothing to lose Mike, Nick, Tony, Wayne Method man, we bring the pain hey. See, I'ma confess it We under the pressure If you looking to find us We them nothing but niners Niners. We nothing but Niners. We nothing but Niners. We nothing but Niners. We nothing but Niners.